teeth. I'm not tired. I'm so tired. I tell you what, give me a cow bone and some pig bristle. Anybody. Oh, yeah, I had a friend who had a hot mom. And, oh, yeah, I raided those panty drawers. And Dawn. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, when there, there's just too many butts using it. I want it to be my bidet. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We start with this perfectly timed email uh, from Alex. Hi, Alex. Came in uh, just a little bit ago, about 30 minutes ago. RAD at radradio.com. He says, I love the new wrinkle to my morning routine. <laughs> I still get up, I make my coffee, and I turn on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. But now there's the added twist of wondering what I'm going to get. <laughs> Will it be traditional Rad Radio? Will it be bad radio with Brandon at the helm? Will it be a devastating unscheduled best of? Ooh. Will it ever be CAD Radio with oh. Kyle at the helm? Yeah. Patiently waiting. Mm. Well, it, it's so ironic because uh, as of yesterday, everybody thought today would be bad radio with uh, Brandon uh, in the invisible captain's chair and me uh, in the sidekick chair. And uh, I don't know, halfway through yesterday, I uh, I texted Brandon because I, I could tell Brandon he did a great job. But you absolutely, tell, he was dragging ass yesterday, and, and he was honest yesterday before the show when I asked him. He said, eh, "I'm tired," and uh, and so I was feeling really good. My wife, by the way, is dead. I mean, she's Aww. just dead. Oh, poor Christine. No. She she reports feeling better today. Just a quick side trip. I'll I'll get back to what's going on here. But uh, uh, I left yesterday. I left the house a little later than usual because what do I have to do if I'm not running the show? So like 4 a.m. She's in bed, suffering. No. <laughs> she texted me, by the way, during the last segment that all of her symptoms were back, except, I think, the vomiting. Oh. Uh, and okay, well, thank God, because yeah. vomiting's terrible. So I get home. She's still in bed. She has not moved. She's been sleeping most of the time. Uh, so I get to work. You know, uh, She calls me the medicine man on getting her everything that she needs. Yeah. <laughs> um, she didn't get out of bed till 6 p.m., and uh, she, she did... Yeah, she got and she got back up, and but she does report feeling better. But to to the point, I'm sorry, Don. Did you want to? Well, say, I just want. <laughs> I know this is gonna sound strange, but not this part. What I'm about to say when I get to the actual point. Um, That'll be three th- hours from now. Exactly that small window where she felt better. I got to see her, and she just had her hair done, and her hair looks so good. Oh, a couple days ago. Yes, yeah. and now yeah. she's back in bed and yeah. can't even be out and about showing it. Does it get ruined? No. Okay. Like, I mean, yeah. And because what the what she gets done, and I, what's the technical term? It takes like five hours. Braiding. It takes five hours. Yes. You go yeah. through all of that. And it's very and now, painful. Right. Oh. Yeah, your head's sore the next day. Yeah. Oh. I, it looked amazing. But so yeah. uh, on the other end of the spectrum, because I've been talking about over the last month, and this is going around, uh, and it lasts and it lingers, is is the, the, the good news is that she and I are alternating. So she's dead yesterday. I'm feeling really good, and I'm, I'm I'm pacing myself, and and I think to myself, you know what? I'm gonna text Brandon and just let him know. Look, man, if you don't feel up to it, I've got I've got a show ready if we need it, and uh, you can we you can tell me now, you can tell me in the morning, etc. And uh, but he said, okay, thanks. And I think what was it? An hour later, uh, Brandon, you texted me and said, yeah, I'll take you up on oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on my way back to the studio to get my show prep. Um, and so then that engagement happened. It was like, you know what? Let's just, let's move forward with that. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I can turn around. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and and we, we talked this morning before the show, and you're, you're still you're still a little dragon, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, there's just, yeah. yeah I know I needed to do better, take care of my body, but I always put other things and other people first. 
So, you know, I'm at that point where I need to start recharging my own batteries. And to, to be clear, because I don't want to freak people out, Br- Brandon doesn't have any of the symptoms of this. Ig. This is all exhaustion. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah basically, yeah. Uh, so uh, so that's how it wound up being regular old boring rad radio with, with, <laughs> with me at the, at the helm. Uh, but to uh, Alex's point, as scheduled, you will still get at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> what? The end of my career, otherwise known as CAD radio. No, we're not going to end the career. Yay, Kyle! Kyle, will, uh, he gets a segment in the uh, Invisible Captain's chair. I, ca- I appreciate it. Thank you. We will, uh, we'll see what uh, That's happens. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, to start us off today, let's get to food news. Food brings the people together. is news about food. Mm-mm. And by the way, I chose to put this here because I think it's Kyle's favorite segment because is. food is a major part of Kyle's life. <laughs> it is. thought I would put him in the right state of mind. By the way, how are you feeling, Kyle? Are you feeling good about your segment coming up here? Yeah, you know, I've got a little bit of that uh, nervousness. Like, you know, when you're on the top of a roller coaster and it's about to drop <laughs> and you're like at the theme park and you're having the best time of your life, but you're a little scared. Oh, yeah. I'm right there. That's yeah. good. In fact, I noticed uh, I noticed you came in uh, and, and got a calm shot from uh, the happiest hour. That is correct. Always a good idea. Uh, happiest hour back uh, with uh, Rad Radio. You can go to radradio.com and go to the stupid store. Superstore. Middle box of the stupid store. Superstore. You'll see the pictures of the happiest hour, and you can order your calm shots, uh, your wake shots. Those are my favorite. Uh, intensify and mend uh, with more uh, to be stocked uh, soon. They're two ounce liquid shots. They're fantastic. All right, to the food news. Uh, Brandon, Kyle, this is your generational stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and you're both into cereal, right? I know you, Brandon, like Ooh, cereal. Yeah, okay. I love cereal. Yeah. So it yeah. depends on the cereal, but yeah, okay. I can I can slam a few yeah. bowls down. So, cereal for dinner. Mm, cereal for snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As as kids, were you guys into Oreo O's? No. No, I just oh. recently found out they made these. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they were they debuted in the '90s. The first Oreo O's, which is a chocolatey cereal made from uh, Oreo cookies. Oh. Debuted in the '90s. <laughs> They were discontinued in the early 2000s. That's what happened. They came back in 2017, and they're they're still on the shelves now. Are they stuffed with like? Nope. It's, the, it's, no. These are just a chocolatey cereal okay. made with Oreo cookies. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> this is what you got to deal with, Kyle. That's fine. Okay. Oh yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. Then, <laughs> and, uh, are you sure? <laughs> Rob's had 37 years, and he still doesn't have it. Am I allowed to cut her off? I don't want to be too mean, but am I allowed to be like? Ah, ah, ah. Why would you want to cut me off? I helped hey. you kill time, Dodo Bird. I think I have a lot of things to go over. <laughs> oh, okay. You, well, I, you, I will give you the floor. You can do whatever you want. Just you got to deal with the repercussions. <laughs> Understood. Uh, okay. Then in June of 2019, <laughs> oh, they man. introduced mega stuffed Oreo O's. Oh, oh. see, now we're talking. Yeah. That all they did. Oh, they did. this is a shortcut. But they added miniature marshmallows, <gasps> so it's still it's still the same. Yeah, but it's not the goo. They just yeah, right. Ooh, Whatever the it is, goo? the cream filling. Right. No, yeah. it's not. No, I, I, that's, they need I love the cream that. filling inside the cereal. I know. Mm. I love I love marketing people and, and corporate big big cereal. What, what is this Lucky Charms? Yes, that's what they did. Basically, oh, which I do love Lucky Charms. 
Ooh. See, okay, the picture you're showing up here on the, on Rad TV looks really good. But I want the Oreo cereal not to be the little O-shaped. I want it to be a smaller version of the Oreo cookie. Yeah. And then Ooh. if it's like a small sandwich, like yes. uh, what they have, Cookie Crisp, if they can make them that size, yes. it would be better. Oh, my God. Cookie Crisp. I forgot all about that cereal. Boo. Oh, you oh. like Cookie oh. Crisp. Anti-Cookie Crisp. Well, I just have an issue with <laughs> cookies as, as a cereal. Like, what Cookie Crisp is the one that... I've never really enjoyed, and I, that's why I think I just skipped right over the Oreo O's when they came out in the 90s, just because cookies as cereal, it's just not my, da- my jam. Y- you could take teen- teeny tiny cookies and then pour milk and make yeah, it that's like, yeah, Cookies and milk. Crumple it up, <laughs> right. put it in there. Uh, now they've added another one, Mega Stuff Oreo Cookies. Oh. So is the marshmallow bigger? I don't know. What are they doing? Yeah, what are they stuffed with? Is there cream inside the Oreo? Right, no. That's what we want. And that's not my that's not my understanding. This is false advertising. But I could be wrong on that. Because the word you did say the word stuffed, right? M- mega stuff. You know stuff. Oh, stuff. You know, you know, they use those fake oh, word S T U F. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right. See, I, I'm I'm allowing myself to hear stuff. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's little like chocolatey uh, cookies and then just throw in some marshmallows. But they're, I guess they're bigger cookies. Is that is that the gimmick there that I'm seeing? I don't know. I don't know. Th- this is ridiculous. It's not working, whatever you've been doing. Uh, same company, Post, is also bringing back Chips Ahoy cereal. Oh! Which I assume you're against as well, Brandon. Yeah, I never got into that. Just wasn't my thing. I, yeah, I, 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 they were trying to be Cookie Crisp. Yeah, that's all Chips Ahoy cereal is. But Chips Ahoy is a better cookie. It is. It, it, but not in the cereal. But, Kyle, regular or chewy? Oh, I kind of go for the regular. I like the crumbles with the milk, to be honest. If I'm eating them without milk, Chewy's a good good substitute, but yeah. I'd rather have it crunchy. And I, I go Chewy, but you're right. It's, it's a far superior Well, yeah, cookie. if there's milk like that involved, it is good when it starts crunchy. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was talking about the regular cookie. Yeah, yeah of course. I'm going yeah. with Chewy. God, can you imagine a Chewy cereal? <laughs> Although I hear people that'll eat, my cookies are soft, but people will still dip them in milk. Oh, yeah. Microwave which, in the... For ten seconds with your cookies, oh, so and you're gonna melt it again. Oh hell oh. yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know I me; mean, I'm not a dipper, so I was just trying to imagine. <laughs> you're it. not, yeah. <laughs> All right, wait, th- but we're not done. There are also four new Betty Crocker Oreo baking mixes that will hit stores next week, so that you can you can make Oreo brownies. Oh, <laughs> nice! Right from a mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is Betty Crocker Oreo chocolate cake mix. Easy breezy. Oh. You just gotta add the milk and the oil. Better Betty Crocker. Egg. I don't know, by the way, if those Not are the, the directions, just so you know. Well, yeah. usually with that stuff, it's like add oil, butter, eggs. Yeah, eggs. I, j- I just want people to read the directions. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to go have them get this and some of you know, tomorrow it's going to be raining in most of our area. Like, hey, Don says there's some oil and some butter. Oh, it's the <laughs> and, and, and And yes. Especially important, not only to know, but the measurements. Yes. How much are you adding? Yeah, yeah that, that's my fear. Pretty soon there's a bowl of oil and brownie mix or cake mix or whatever. Mm. All right, so you got Oreo chocolate cake mix. You've got Oreo white cake mix. Oh. Oreo lava cake mix. Oh, yeah. And Oreo brownie mix. Holy gamoly. And next Monday, those all hit stores. Is Oreo hurting? Like, yeah. they're really stretching out and collaborating with things. Right, like, do they feel forgotten? Yeah. Are they not coming out with a new cookie? Yeah, are they running out of flavor ideas? Yeah, so they've switched to the box. This is a fascinating mindset. So this major company, or radio show, for example, <laughs> decides to expand by great margins by offering all sorts of new products, and the first thought my team has is, are they hurting? <laughs> no. Well, because you Fair know, enough. 
The Oreo just stands alone. Yes, but huh. that doesn't mean you don't expand and become bigger. <laughs> Jesus. All right, but wait. But is it the year of the Oreo? Hey, right? It's just sounding like a lot of Oreo. I, I think it's the year of the rat. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure they would love it if it was the year of the Oreo. That might even be what they're trying to create. But the big one, I mean, the one that caught my eye, Oreo cream-flavored whipped frosting. Oh, hold on. Just a big tub of white Oreo cream whipped frosting that tastes like Oreo stuffing. Love it. But it's whipped, so it's lighter and fluffier. Exactly. I've seen people Mm. make this, like, homemade. But you know what's always missing with homemade frosting? It's just that... Hinge of chemical that makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Don, this would be great with your cookies. You can make your own homemade Oreos with the frosting in the middle. Like a cookie sandwich. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Uh. and you got to come up with another name, you know, like like Foreos or something so you don't get sued. This sounds great for the bedroom, too. I don't know if you guys like to lick things off people, but my God, this would be perfect. Okay, I will meet you halfway. You're right if if you're into that. I've I've never gotten the food with sex thing. But no? but if you're into it, it's I, I tried it once and I was like, this is so oh, stupid. Man, see so you get those Oreo brownies, get that brownie batter lathered up and lick that off and then follow with the cream. You know what I'm I, saying? I, mm-hmm. I tried it once in my very younger <laughs> years. Um and <laughs> because I used to be such a pain in the ass with food. No, like, I'm not. I don't even eat what you want to put on. Oh, me. It triggered right? you. Yeah, like I, I you know, I was but a very healthy it? person. You said you oh, tried er, it in my early years. Oh, okay, I okay, tried okay. After it. that, it, no. it's is this the standard that everyone tries? It's a strawberries and whipped cream. Yep, well, definitely yeah, definitely. I mouthed it as she said so it. So I yeah. tried yeah, that. True. But then there was a dude who's like, oh, let me, let me put the the syrup and whatever, right? All the, the chocolate, whatever. Mm. And it would be on both of us. And I'm like, I don't eat that stuff. Just making a sundae on me. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you, could go, uh, you could go full George Costanza and eat pastrami sandwiches while having sex. Oh, now you're talking. That's hilarious. Mm. All right, let's stay with cereal. How about some Taco Bell cereal? <laughs> what? No. Oh, is it cinnamon twist? Oh, there they're, we go. A churro cereal. They're not selling it yet in stores or online, but they partnered with Uber Eats. You know, for one of these, you can get the free boxes in certain cities, blah, blah, blah. Of course, nowhere near our areas. Uh, uh, but it is, uh, yes, it's a box of cinnamon twists cereal. Oh, well, that'll be heaven. Yeah. Yeah, hello. Oh, God. Is it really, are they light and crispy or are they thicker? I got no idea. They look like they're denser. I don't know if they're going to be as good because the good thing about the cinnamon twist is that they're so airy and crispy, they almost melt and dissolve in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid these might get stuck to your teeth a little <laughs> oh, bit and in the crevices. Yes. Oh, and like the, tear up the roof of your mouth. Oh, there was a cereal that did that. Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Yes, Captain that, Crunch. That's the best oh. part. And <laughs> the roof burn. The, the roof. Captain Crunch has gotten soft. Like they made their, oh, really? their cereal pieces what? smaller. So oh. they break apart easier and they don't yeah. tear up the roof of your mouth. Bring back the no. the, the damaging yeah. Captain Crunch. <laughs> Even though I'm complaining about it, if I were to have a bowl of cereal today of it and it didn't do that, I would be disappointed. If it didn't tear the roof of my mouth. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make a Dawn-like statement. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nothing is like it was. Everything I, that you are going to, and this we started learning this in COVID, everything that you go to for nostalgic reasons, you taste it and go, huh. Done. Every, every, everything. I refuse to taste a Suzy Q because those oh. were some of my 
fave. Oh. Loved a Suzy Q when I was a kid. Suzy that was my favorite Q? top notch number one. The, 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 this is the cream filled. Uh, it's, it's not cake. really a brownie. Yeah, yeah. cake. Oh, cake. those were yeah. those are excellent. I, I, I refuse because what the hell they've done to it. Have, oh, you haven't tried it. Uh, no, no. You're scared oh, to. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Well, you remember, remember. The chemical taste A is probably gone because they all think that. Well, it is. I mean, I know the all that stuff is bad for us, but. We're There's just a using. Reason we had it in there. We're using new chemicals now. <laughs> yeah, Natural chemicals, no. and they taste crap. You remember? No, we need the stuff that's gonna uh, really hurt you long. Term. A few years ago, remember we did it live on the air. They've ruined Butterfinger. Mm. Yeah. That entire well, candy bar is gone. Tell me, you guys, have they ruined Twinkies, or are they still the same? They are still solid. Yeah, yeah they're pretty good. That's because of the same Twinkies from 1964. <laughs> they're still trying to sell them. The snowballs are where it's at. Mm. Talking about the cereal, we always have cereal in the house because my father-in-law um, loves cereal and his latest obsession is the Reese's peanut butter cereal. Oh, oh my God. He yeah. got the biggest box when he was at one of those warehouse stores with his sister. It, it was so tall his pantry shelf it, we, it, we're like shoving it in so it had to go on the very top <laughs> and it is gone. I walked in the pantry this morning. He's like I had a little midnight snack and finished that off. Nice. Hell yeah. Go, Pops. It's done. My husband loves cereal, but I think he's like, he'll choose the Chexes and all the different flavors because I think he feels like, okay, well, you know, I'm still not a, I'm not really a child because I'm getting checks. Good. The maple one, don't Blech. waste your time. Ew, maple. Yeah, that one stayed on his shelf for the longest time, and I thought, what? Come on, it's got to be good. Oh no, <laughs> awful. Uh, one more item. Kraft Singles is releasing three new cheese flavors. Oh. The current roster, of course, is American cheese, mm -hmm. Swiss, and white American. Sharp Treader and Pepper Jack, all pretty oh, traditional yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, according to Kraft uh, and their marketing team, 67%, two-thirds of U.S. cheese consumers. So they go out and they say, do you eat cheese? Uh, yeah. Okay, do you eat cheese? Yes. Okay, you can be in our survey. Oh, you don't eat cheese? You're a weirdo. Yeah. should be deported. Uh, exactly. You're not Americans. So uh, yeah. And there's been a 20% surge in sales for flavored cheese slices. So here is how Kraft recommends using its three new flavored cheese slices. The first flavor is... Caramelized onion singles. Oh, yes, that'd be great on burgers. Okay, okay. Ruben, oh, Ruben, good. Mm. Yes. I don't. I don't even eat the singles anymore. But the, I'm, I don't knock them. They have their place. Whatever. But I just. I, I can't even tell the difference in each one. They all just kind of have that lovely the texture, right? Yeah. They just all have the same lovely texture. Talk about chemicals. And, yeah. yeah, and just is it even cheese? Is there no. is there any milk in there it's, at it all? Is, it is. It, honest answer. It is not a dairy product. <laughs> that 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 that's been long determined. All right, so they recommend caramelized onion singles in a ham and cheese panini. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next up, jalapeno singles. Oh. Yes. Okay. Taking pepper jack to a new level. Right. Throwing it in mac and cheese. So you really just taste the jalapeno. So you're throwing cheese in cheese, Kyle? Hell yeah. So macaroni and cheese, you can also sometimes uh, throw like a little brick of Velveeta in there. Yes. A whole brick. Yes. No, not a whole brick. A slice of a brick, like okay. a nice nice little cube of it. Okay. But, but mm. you could do the craft single in there with the jalapeno and make it a little delicious. But mm. if you're making a big thing of mac and cheese, heck yeah, you can get the shredded cheddar and the Velveeta. Mm. Smoked Gouda. Oh. Kraft recommends jalapeno singles in a steak sandwich. Okay. That's, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, and then there are, uh, for the first time ever, according to Kraft, it's the first time it's ever been uh, as a as, as a cheese, garlic and herb singles. Mmm, oh, fancy. Ghetto they, garlic. They never right. get the herb right. No. The, they do, the herb is almost too earthy, like so, dirt with stuff like that. 
Well, this is perfect for that ghetto garlic toast you make sometimes where you get a piece of white bread, you put a lot of butter and then garlic seasoning salt on it, mm -hmm. and then a layer of one of these craft singles, <laughs> toaster oven, like three, four minutes. That is, that is as ghetto as it gets. Or a bachelor gar garlic bread. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, they recommend, talk about ghetto, they recommend the garlic and herb singles in a chicken parm. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, no. All right, we got this email from <laughs> Melissa. She says, I am so excited for Kyle to run his segment. Yay, Kyle! I honestly think he's going to do so well. Kyle reminds me of my brother, goofy and inappropriate at times in the best way. I love it so much, but just like my brother, I believe that Kyle, even though he lets his crazy flag fly, can be completely focused and do an amazing job when the time comes down to it. Oh, I'll agree with all that. Kyle's amazing, and I'm looking forward to to it. The only part I'm concerned about is if he'll be able to rain Dawn in. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm going to have fun. I'm uh, not going to give him too much grief. First, got to get to win Rob's change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. Uh, and as I promised yesterday, I am saving all of the emails that those of you send in with your guesses as long as you explain how you got to your guess. I can't comment on any of them, uh, but but I just giving us a number, I just throw those away. But a lot of you are in the same area. That This is what's wow. interesting. A lot of people have landed, I gotta be vague here, a lot of people have landed in the same idea. Person, a place, but they all have different answers. I was thinking a place. They, 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 so they come up with, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Mexico. But they all use a different way to come up with a number related to Mexico. Ah. None of that is, is accurate. So we'll see what happens here because this is a mega bucket and all the clues are being written by Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator. We've had four guesses and four clues. If somehow you figured it out, and maybe one of these emailers has, and you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. There's Cat Radio. That's, All right. Uh, that's interesting technique you have there for uh, for rattling the, uh, the yeah. printed out email. Yeah. No, it wasn't a rattle. It was more like an aggressive shake. Like... Get some, get some nervous energy out. You know, rather than having a, a hand on each oh, side of the paper it. and crinkling it, he's like yeah. raving it like a flag. It's ruined. If you're on Rad TV, you can see right now. I've destroyed this paper. But it's from Andrew. And we hey, were discussing Andrew. cereals, especially the new Oreo cereal in the last segment. And uh, he's saying, growing up for me was Star Crunch and Nutter Butters. Oh, bars. Nutter Butters. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I like good. Nutter Butters, but not the cereal. By the way, Kyle, you're so goddamn tall, we had to adjust yeah. everything. You got to bring the mic down right down? here. Yeah, down, 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 down and over. Down. Brandon, okay. you, you agree, right? Does that look better, yeah. Brandon? Yes, you need, to, uh, you need to make sure the microphone is near your lips, just like check. Checkity, checkity, yeah, check. There we go. That's All right. the highest the mic's ever been. I know, I know. I didn't know it went that high. You're so tall. Yeah, I feel like you said it's a captain's chair, but there's no chair here. No, that's right. It's like the invisible captain's chair. Oh, yeah. well, it feels more like a podium. I feel like the Pope up here. I just need a hat. <laughs> yeah, do you feel like the Pope up here sometimes? No, I feel more like a dwarf. A dwarf? Oh, yeah. 
What about you, Brandon? You feel ever feel like the Pope up here? Like you got a sea of your followers? No, no, no. no I, I feel like whatever's less than a than a dwarf. Oh, man. oh. a midget, right? I mean, little person. If we're gonna go to the the, the the your followers thing, it's more of a for me. It's a Captain Picard thing. Oh but, yeah, yeah. There I'm you not go. bald, okay. so I can't be Picard. True. Yeah, I'm like the blonde version of whatever the guy's name is too. Riker, that's his name? Yeah, number uh, number one. Number one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not number two. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have another email. It was sent in last night around 10 p.m. I snagged it out of the printer this morning so I could read it. Hey, you're the boss today. Very nice. This sprig. So this says, uh, this is from Townsend. Hey, Townsend. And Townsend says, I'm really excited to experience Popping Kyle's Cherry live as a host. Whoa. This will be better than anything on the radio. You're goddamn right it would be. She should be a fortune teller. She can tell the future and know what's what's up. Well, that first of all, that's a very low bar. Second of all, do we know that Townsend is a, a female? No, okay. I have no, no idea. I was Because I, I, I was like, I don't know. That could go either way. It's like Chris. You guys know her. Though. Yeah. I feel like she's written it a bunch of times. It is a she, right? I, no, oh, I, I think don't know. Townsend is a male. Oh, I, I am just, so but, sorry, Townsend. But we're not, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we can't put we don't our know gender assignments on them. Does right. Townsend identify exactly. as a male? Well, yeah. And I just appreciate so much, Kyle, that you actually looked at me wanting to know if I knew, like you <laughs> believed in my memory. I thought you had a connection <laughs> like, with Townsend. Oh, no. I'm gonna feel. Oh no, no no no! It's a different. Okay. A different okay. Name. It's Let's similar. move All along right. from All the right. inside <laughs> radio stuff. So Townsend, the man. <laughs> so nice to see that Rob has incorporated such a talented group of people that he can now let them all spread their wings and learn to fly. <laughs> Brandon, you host an amazing show. Keep up the great work. Bad radio is great. Thank you. Yeah. So now that you've all love says now I know that you all love suggestions. Oh God! Yeah. And with that being said, if it actually works with Kyle, would it be crab radio from time to time, or could we put Dawn oh, in the anybody no. spot temporarily? What is crab? Oh, because oh, so Kyle uh, would lead, but with yeah. all, okay. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to be in the sidekicks here. Yeah. So if you were gone, it'd be Cad, Kyle, anybody, and Dawn. But if you were here, it's Kyle. I, Rob, I, I anybody, would sit Dawn. in the chair Rob's in now, or the chair I'm in. Uh, two chairs I will never, uh, you wouldn't want to put me there, I, I wouldn't want to do, and I don't know how to do, is where you're standing and where Brandon's standing. For, for some reason, oh, I had the thought, thank you. The, the, the hysterical thought, it was never serious, of, of Dawn. I was like, okay, after this, everybody's going to be like, well, when's Dawn going to say? Uh, no. And I'm like, never going to happen. But oh, we would also, we would have to change the name of that segment. It would have to be Dar. Oh, yeah, Dawn, anybody, and Rob. I would have to Dar Radio. Because someone bad. would have to stand right beside me and work everything. And tell you what to say and how to keep the show moving. Oh, yeah, because we'd get off on some tangents. Yeah. Speaking of which, Townsend Ooh. says, I hope you kill it, Kyle. Well, thank you, Townsend. I appreciate that. Um, we got to get to play. We got to get going to play Win Rob's Change, right? We got callers on the line. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> All right, so there's buttons over here. Let's see. Contest. Win Rob's oh, Change. Gosh. It was somewhere yeah. over here. I thought I was in the right one. Top, uh, top top row in the middle. They are labeled, don't Oh, okay. <laughs> oh that's Master of Movies. But you said that go, they're not all labeled. Go left. You go said left, they're not all labeled with everything in them sometimes because I've asked you, why are you looking for one? Isn't it labeled? Different thing. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, Come yeah, on. Okay. we, we got to give Kyle his time here. We're going to help you pay some bills and fees. With Rose Change. What I want. With Rose Change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob Shara's change. With Rob's change, what I want. With Rob's change, what I want. With Rob's change, 
All right, caller 18 to play Win Rob's Change. We have Darcy. Morning, Darcy. Are you there? Good morning. Hey, Darcy. Morning. How you doing? Hey, girl. All right, girl. We've had uh, four guesses and four clues. If somehow you have figured out the correct answer, we will give you that amount of money. What is your guess? I'm going to guess $3,183.77. So did you say $3,183.77? Yes. Okay. is incorrect. All right, uh, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator is writing all of the clues for this mega bucket round of WinRob's Change. And we are now up to, there are a lot of, well, no, we did do that one, sorry. Yeah. For some reason, when I we switch because we actually switch places, Kyle is in my spot and I'm in the sidekick chair, <laughs> and and I didn't bring my glasses with me like oh, an idiot. No. So oh, right. oh, mine. Uh, These uh, might look cute on you. Yeah, they also might like disorient me. Uh, okay, here we go. I think I can do this. Your next clue. We're on clue number five, correct? Yes. All right. Paul Simon's seventh solo studio album. Damn. The fifth clue is Paul Simon's seventh solo studio album. Your next chance to win Rob's change is at 9.30 this morning. All right. Well, I feel pretty calm up here, to be honest. Like, I thought my anxiety would be through the roof, but it's not at all. Like, I've, You sound I, calm. Yeah, I do? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good, yeah, good, But, but you, you, you voluntarily came in to meet with me. I wasn't going to ask you. Do, do you notice the clock? Yes. What we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it's already been 10 minutes past, basically, and yeah. it, it does go by really quick. Right? I am a little concerned. That's a lot to look at, the clock. Yeah. Keeping time on that, and then if somebody wants to talk, you got to look around mm-hmm. to see who has a hand up, who has a paddle up. Yeah. Kyle came in with a with, <laughs> oh with a mountain of of prep, Aww. and he he was going over it with me, and I, I let him go for a while, and then I said, "Stop, you you've already gone way past your segment, so let's give him a chance to see what he's chosen to go with." <laughs> well, I want to go with uh, how I feel right now. So I had a workout this morning, and of course, I tried I took Smasher and went to Map Training. And got a workout, and because I wanted to feel good before I got in the air. Now, Smasher yeah. is this this the, this thing that gives you all this uh, vibe, and you can get all the Maptrician products at RadRadio.com on the Stupid Store. Superstore, and it, it 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 amps you up. This has been your favorite thing from the. And are you still watermelon or on or lemon? I like the watermelon more, but okay. there is the the lemonade, which is really good as well. But I, I, for some reason, the watermelon is the OG for me, and I think it tastes better, so I use it. But after the workout today, I got in, and I was feeling a little amped up, and I was like, I need to chill out a little bit. So we have the supply of the happiest hours. So I took a calm shot and I feel really relaxed. So they balanced out? <laughs> yeah, it balanced out <laughs> amazingly. Nice. But it, it made me think of something really cool. I, I like this. I like this. Kyle is, is creating a, 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 a formula of buy all these rad products for the perfect equilibrium. But that's, it that's works. Good. But here's the thing. So you get the smasher, you do your workout, and then you have a calm shot. And after your workout, you, you should take like a protein drink, which you can get in the Maptrician store as well at trainwithmap.com or you can go to radradio.com that or one. the superstore yeah. hit the link you see the map thing come up click that and it takes you right to a supplement so i think mixing a calm shot from the happiest hour in with one of greg's protein drinks oh, from map nutrition oh. yeah because it calms you and it makes your muscles relaxed you're anxiety free and then i want to go chill in a hot tub and get the ultimate relaxation <laughs> going on 
I think it would work. I think it would be amazing. So what the, the whole point of that is you want me to install a hot tub here at our studio. Well, if we could. Can <laughs> right, we get a hot tub sponsor? One of, one of The back room where we used to work out in, and there's no workout equipment now, that room could be turned into your, your oh, hot tub room. Can we hell, get, yeah. Can oh we get a cold plunge, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe a sauna? Like I said Ooh, yesterday, if you guys sauna, are all willing yeah. to take it out of your uh, paycheck, sure. No, no, no just kidding, just okay. kidding. Scratch that. Oh, but one more thing with the map Trisha stuff with the smasher um I, I call it smash her because it's really good in the bedroom what yeah so if you take smasher it works really good when making that you know the happy time comes around yeah why smacking I mean, it, it amps you up well it amps you up but you have more um energy. you have more energy more and you have more stern but you have more stamina as well so you can keep things going a lot longer oh you kids but, wanting wanting sex to go on longer yeah God. you know what you know they splice all that together in porn right like they were long done no i had no like idea. two minutes that, that. <laughs> last well you know no that's an inaccurate statement this is my job it is, yeah. yes not that i've been on the set of a porn being filmed or anything i'm no. just saying but i mean there's a reason girls are like oh god no that's okay. true already yeah. all right see that's Good why boy you held on but this is too long now that's why Let's the actual go. truth about porn is that's why the women take ecstasy so that they're into oh. it yeah. oh, all right usually wrap well, it up. well hey drugs are bad so we yes. got smasher instead which is better but i was also thinking another thing that happy hours they have that intensify shot which we've all talked about it makes things a little bigger well it makes it makes things a lot bigger so sorry, no, i had to hit the dump now brandon <laughs> yeah you you've Fabulous. talked before about about using intensify in relation to uh bedroom activities mm -hmm. have you i i thought what you were saying and everybody experiences differently is that it it intensified the the pleasure of it Did, Correct. have you noticed that it in 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 increases you my volume has never been an issue like it i i think i have a higher volume than most okay um That's good. but it, it absolutely for me is more of a <laughs> sensation thing uh everything feels more intense okay that's what i thought well yeah. you're gonna lose interest now rob because the reason i said that's good is he he wants to make a baby yeah but that, oh, those two yeah, things so. are not related yeah, but you yeah. know this is more of a chance the, um, no that's not true <laughs> for those of you that are looking to get pregnant it's not true the amount that a man emits uh, from his body in terms of a volume has nothing to do with the the likely it's I, all it's all about the count yes oh, but well, still, I'm well, just saying, it's just, any little thing to you know, help. It's it's just that doesn't help. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, like like if there's some poor girl out there who's thinking she wants to get pregnant, uh, she goes, "Oh, I've got a better chance because yeah. my guy has a lot." No, there's no there's okay, no correlation. Okay, that's fair. It is. It's just yes, it's just something you say. <laughs> Facts it's, matter. It's something you. Okay, I'll be real. Yes, I don't want to upset you. I'm so far past that now. Right, I'm 54, so yes, that hope of when you're younger and you want it to happen, it's just something you say, but it isn't true. Correct. Well, right. if you want it to feel good and you want more stamina, I'm thinking you mix the intensify shot with you, the you, smasher. You, see, the bartender in you is coming out. Yes. You're mixing yeah. all these he products. He mixes everything. He's just a mixologist in life. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's intensify and what? Intensify mixed with the smasher, and then okay. bedtime activities this weekend or throughout the year will be even better and more fun. I have a question. Yeah. If you're mixing Intensify and Smasher before bedtime, how are you going to sleep? Exactly. Well, you're not. Yeah. You have to go to the bedroom. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe not bedtime, but you'll oh. be up all night. Oh, you bedroom fun. activities, right. not bedtime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like you... playing games then, right? You run out <laughs> Yahtzee or whatever. Yeah, under the sheets. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to get your Happiest Hour shots or your Map Trition supplements, your Smasher, your Intensify, your Calm shots, 
head to radradio.com. Go to the Superstore. You'll find the links for the Maptrician stuff, and you'll also find the links for the Happiest Hour. And get them all there. Your weekend will be fantastic. I promise you. Kyle's just doing this so that Dawn, it, it, it becomes Dawn's favorite host because he's actually saying Superstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. It is a stupid store. Superstore. <laughs> I had plans to say Superstore. <laughs> yeah, right. But also, if you go to the Stupid Store, Super we also store. have... Oh. <laughs> We also have the new merch line of the Kyle Army stuff yeah. and the Maggot Army stuff, which kind of looks like the Kiss Kiss Army logo, but it's not. We have copyright. Right, we, we it, changed right? it just enough, but it is it's extraordinary. It's yeah. really, it's very. If cool. you're if you're watching this on Rad TV, you, this is the best it's ever looked because Kyle's in the Invisible Captain's chair. You can just go to the stupid store, Superstore, uh, if you're if you're not watching on Rad TV, and you'll see. It, it, and it looks so much better even than it is on the website. It, it, Charlie yes. at uh, Little Charlie, not little at Black Dog Graphics, uh, who runs the uh, stupid store, did Super such a great store. job with it. Yes, he did. Well, and now you can see it because I'm sure earlier when Kyle was on. The camera, well, no, maybe where that's all people were seeing was the sweatshirt. <laughs> because I did see Brandon walk in here and have to adjust yeah, the camera. Yeah, because I, I was your head cut off. I about Is come up to, like? to Kyle's shoulders. <laughs> that's about right. Oh, man. Well, it's speaking great. of Kyle's, we have a Kyle in distress. So oh, no. let's do a Dr. Rob letter. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got this. Oh, baby. Here's Dr. Rob. The doctor of love. Oh, man, I love it. Dr. Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob segment works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can also write to the doctor at rad at radradio.com. And remember, none of us here are actually doctors, so suck it, maggots. Not bad. All right. So the first one I have right here. By by the way, I want to point out for those not watching, he did not read that. He did that all out of memory. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. So it says, good morning, Rad. I would like to thank you in advance for me being worthy enough to make the segment cut. Yes, Kyle, you are worthy. You are a Kyle. So, That's why I picked you. I actually found you in deleted piles. So I don't think this is going to get read for a while. So, Kyle says, I'm 33 years old, and I'm stuck in an emotional rut. I feel like I don't have an identity. Well, that's BS because you're a Kyle. You can be part of the Kyle army. Just go get yourself a shirt at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. I kind of mixed them there for you. <laughs> He says, I'm not sure what the hell I want to do as a career. Every job I get has just been to stop the bleeding and pay the bills. Granted, I have struggled with addiction for 14 years. Jesus. I am reaching out for you for advice. Should I be worried that I'm, I don't have a clue or what the hell I want to do? I just do not want to show my kids that I'm making this all I can do. I want my four crotch goblins to strive and overcome and be the best of the best and not a 33-year-old janitor slash maintenance man that doesn't have a clue. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a janitor or maintenance man, no, but correct. you got to find your passion. But I, I'm, a, I'm a little, and maybe it's just the way he writes, I'm a little concerned. You've struggled with addiction for 14 years. Is that over? Because that's the first thing. If, if you're good, especially with four kids, that one kind of slapped yeah. me upside the head. So it, you got to get past the addiction first. When your mind is clear, that's when you can figure out what, let me give you an example. For me, this stuff is all about what is your passion? Because you clear your mind, and you might realize, you know what my passion is? My kids. And, and I'm okay with being a janitor. The world needs janitors. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it works. Or you might go, oh, I want to be a substance abuse counselor or, or, or who knows what. So I, we got to make sure that's done. We got to make sure you understand there's no shame in not having a career or, or as the, the most important thing in your life, and he didn't mention the, the involvement of the mom, is that you're a dad. And, and, and sorry, man, you don't get to be selfish. 
and worry about your identity when you bring four little ones into this world. So you gotta you gotta get those things right, and then maybe you can get your identity right. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Like you wrote into a radio show about what to do with your life. Obviously, you don't have your priorities straight. Maybe start wearing rubbers and not breeding so much, or you can, if you have health insurance, maybe get snipped down there. I don't know. Well, I don't know if him breeding so much is the issue. <laughs> People can do, they can have children and try to figure themselves out. I I understand, you know, the world can be so pressurized in making you think that you need to have it all figured out by a certain age. We all, this timeline, because you bring up your 33, so what? What does that mean? At 33, you're supposed to know exactly what your passion is, what you're going to do, and be well on your way in doing it. That's what the world tells you. And who the hell's the world? That's just ridiculous. All these timelines that they put on people. What you're showing your children, I think, is one of the best things. So they understand and they'll be well adjusted and they won't think it's odd if they haven't figured it out yet. As long as you're consistently trying to pursue it or think it out, what you're doing is you're showing your children that it's okay to not have everything figured out in a certain timeline as long as you're working toward that and working on the things you need to work on to get yourself there that is what matters and that was already pointed out here with rob and, and kyle in a sense with the you know if if it is your addiction you don't have a handle on yet you're really not going to be clear on anything as opposed to what you're going to do for a living and if you're a janitor the rest of your life there is literally nothing wrong with that as long as you know it's it's providing a life for you and your kids and and obviously you don't want to go to work every day miserable i get that and i understand that but pursuing and gosh there's people in their 50s there's people in their 40s i have friends that went to college for one specific career and they did that career until they were about mid thirties. And they're like, who am I? What am I doing? I'm literally not even this person that went to college for this. I, this no longer fits me. And they start something else. So we're constantly growing and evolving as people. You, you need to be a little more gentle on yourself about that and just zone the world out and all their stupid rules. I don't know. I feel like if you're not happy with your work, he needs to sit down, figure out what he is, what is going to make him happy in life. But that, yes, that he's constantly pursuing what yeah. is it, but it might not happen within a year or two years. Yeah, but he's got to have that hard talk with himself about who he really is and what he really wants out of life. He's got four kids to set an example for, and that's what he's really worried about. He doesn't want them thinking he's a loser and he but doesn't have a clue. you don't find that out on a piece of paper. Yeah. No. You find out who you are. You can't sit down and go, who am I? Who am I? What am I? To your point, though, Paul, you could sit down and maybe alone a lot of thoughts come to us and we're really honest with ourselves, right? Like, is that what you're kind of saying, too, where you're like, yeah, ah, you know what? Okay, no, you know, I actually well, do like this or that. And you could start from there with the list and then just by living life, it starts to unfold. It's really strange how that works. Yeah. No, you know, and they think he's almost there because, you know, he wrote to us. He's obviously having these feelings. You got to get in touch with yourself, man. You got to feel like what's your purpose in life? For me, when I lost my bartending job when COVID happened, I had I had a radio career. That was all I had, and it was it was kind of a very low level. It was it was minimum wage. It, it wasn't a lot. I couldn't pay my bills. I had to lock myself in a studio and I had to commit to a craft. And thank God, it actually ended up paying off. And I don't know if you're in a position to do that, but you need to find out what really makes you happy, what you're gonna do to build yourself up and move on from there. And you, you got to stay strong. You got to make sure you're also, I don't know what about this addiction, but you need to get out of the circle group of friends if you're with anybody that's keeping you there as well. You need to start over from scratch and you need to build yourself up more, man.
That's that's what I've got. I love it. That <laughs> was right. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the doctor anytime at rad at radradio.com. All right, we got this other email, and it says, So far, so good, Kyle. Can You can hear a slight nervousness in your voice. Good luck. You've got this. Yeah, I have a little nervous. It's also so- adrenaline, yeah. too. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. I, I do have, like, the little shakiness right here. I can't keep my hands still. I thought that comp shot was working, but I think it's it, it's it, the, the excitement's yeah. taken over a little yeah. bit. And you yeah. care. You know, it's like when we really care about something. That a little of the effect is the nervousness. And even though, even though you completely demeaned the show during your uh, Dr. Rob answer by saying <laughs> the dude's a loser because he's writing a radio show for advice, it can't be overstated <laughs> what you've done here. You're, you're stepping into the lead role of the biggest show in Northern California, Northern Nevada. Yes. You've been listening. You've been watching me. and it, 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 We've talked about this with Brandon. It, it, people have no idea how difficult what Kyle's doing right now is. And the only reason I sound so polished is I've been doing well. I'm naturally incredibly talented, oh but I've been doing it. I've been doing it forever. I never said I was humble. I have never claimed I am humble. It's very true. You have not. Uh, yes. All right. Well, on that happy. Oh, go ahead, Don. I'm no, sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say one of see? my see. See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. You're trying to move along. No, just hey, it's fine. We still have like two minutes. We're good. Yeah. You have a two minute window. That's mm-hmm. right. And well, t- and Dawn's gonna take up one minute and forty nine <laughs> seconds of it. All right. But my favorite is uh, you're a strong person and you stand on your own for sure. But I, I I love that because you do look up to Rob so much that you're like looking at him like I'm doing this right, right? Like yep. this is good, right? I got this. I did. Like, I didn't get any disappointing looks. At, yeah, yeah. He keeps looking at you for the looks. It's so cute. We'll we'll talk after the show. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. For right now, let's get to the pressure cooker. The pressure cooker is our trivia game that we play every single day, although we do not get a winner every single wait, day. Wait, wait, excuse sure me, know. I'm sorry. Uh, what are we playing for? Oh, we're playing for Jerry Seinfeld tickets at the Reno Event Center on April 27th at 8 p.m. Perfect. Now yeah. you're doing it. Right. Good memory. He's not even reading anything. Now we'll play the pressure cooker, which is our <laughs> trivia game that we play every single day, although we do not get a winner every single day. We sure don't. Five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You could do it. The phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Huh? What are we doing here? What has happened to this show? We got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's a follow-up. We did a Dr. Rob segment in the previous from a, a lost Kyle. He's uh, had 14 years of uh, addiction uh, battles. Uh, he mentioned he's 33. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a janitor. I got four kids. I'm lost. Uh, so we advised him on a variety of things. One, have you gotten is the addiction thing over? Uh, two, you're you're a dad. That's uh, that's the three. There's nothing wrong with being a janitor. Nothing. Uh, so he wrote back to give us a few clarifications. Says yes, I've been clean and sober for three years now. Good. Congratulations. Good for you. 
And I have recently gotten a new job. I will be doing mechanical maintenance. <gasps> oh, my, that's amazing. That's a great career. And then he says, and only two of them were my breed. The other two are from her relationship. <laughs> yeah, but if you're with her, they're, uh, they're, they're yours. They're, they're yours. <laughs> uh, so that was during uh, the uh, debut of CAD. Kyle, anybody? Yay! Uh, and uh, Dawn, we got a few uh, emails here in reaction. Katie wrote in. Hey, Katie. Says, Rob, you have such a great team. I have never underestimated you or your choices, but this show is so much fun and makes me laugh so much, brings me so much joy that you have so much trust in your team and let them try these things out and teach them your ways. Keep it up. Hey, how else are they going to learn? <laughs> how else am I going to learn? How else am I going to know? Oh, maybe Kyle could go this direction or something. Yeah. Like that. What I appreciated most was, and, and by the way, Kyle chose all of that. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't tell him anything. He's the one that voluntarily came in. What I loved was that half of Kyle's segment was a commercial for our products. <laughs> yes, that was well done, and not just a product. He interwove many of them. It was very nice. Uh, Meg wrote in. Shut up, Meg. Says, OMG, I'm watching Rad TV and laughing my ass off here. Watching Kyle talking with his hands like the Pope on a pulpit is killing me. <laughs> and then when Brandon yelled out, dump that, I'm going to start using that with my husband when he says something really stupid. <laughs> I mean, that, I, that might be a land speed record, fastest ever that somebody on Rad Radio had to, uh, had to dump themselves. Dump meaning hit the button so that nobody hears what was just uh, said. Because uh, Kyle, Kyle got a little too graphic uh, with the, the bedroom right. talk as a result of uh, uh, various things. Uh, all right, what's this one from Steven? Hi, Steven. Says, Kyle, in all seriousness, I've been going through a lot of BS lately and struggling to get motivated to proceed through every day. This morning with your segment, it was hilarious and amazing. It's what I needed to get through this morning. Oh, Good, man. I'm glad. What, what are your impressions now that you've done it and gone through it? Uh, it goes by really fast, like just like you said. I pictured it going by a lot slower. I didn't think I was gonna have content. I thought we were gonna rush through everything, and you were like, "Oh, you're you're over prepared, kind of." Mm -hmm. I was like, "No, no, I get to more things." And then reading emails on the fly is a way more difficult task than I imagined, especially with how many were coming out. I looked for the ones that were the shortest, and I was like, "Oh, I could probably do this." <laughs> I, I came. I, we, we switched places. I came back around to my invisible captain's chair, and Kyle says, "There's a lot of emails," and I didn't. There's like a pile of them just sitting on the printer. Damn. He, he, yeah. could, it is. It's not. It's. Yeah. Not, well, you've seen that file right at the end of the year, Kyle, that Rob has of everything you didn't get to right because he had it planned but then we all you know start yipping and yapping and taking it different directions no yeah. joke three four inches uh, thick and, and yeah. kyle has just experienced uh, another part of this is that you will spend minutes hours prepping things that'll never ever get talked about on the show mm -hmm. because it, they they're no longer relevant they're no longer timely uh, there uh, there are there are tons of shows we, in fact uh, the last show of, the, of last year it's like, okay, I've got a holiday pile. We've got to get to it. We've got to get to it. Right. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> and, and that's long gone. Right. What am yeah, I going to do now? Yeah. What, we're going to talk about Christmas? Is <laughs> it ahead already? All right, let's get to the pressure cooker. Tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Rob. Good morning, CAD Show. <laughs> morning. Uh, here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question. That's true, false. So you got a 50 50 shot. You got to get that one right and then four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Kyle and then you say Rob, I got to take Kyle as your answer. Do you have any questions? 
Nope. All right, good luck. True or false, the Green Bay Packers are named after a meat packing company. False. Which member of the Rat Pack had a hit song called Houston? Dean Martin. Within 10 miles, how many miles away from San Francisco is Santa Clara? 35. Did you say 35, sir? 35. What American writer wrote the poem called The Raven? Edgar Allan Poe. According to Billboard, what is Taylor Swift's biggest hit? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to give you an extra one because I had to stop in the middle Those there. There were a few of them, though. Name the, uh, <laughs> name the Motown city. Detroit. And Bill is a nickname for what longer name? William. All right. Uh, since I had to get a clarification in the middle there, I thought it was fair if we uh, gave him a, a couple extra questions there, which means we got through seven questions. All right, you only need five. All right, true or false? The Green Bay Packers are named after a meat packing company. He said that is false. Oh, that's so cool. That is absolutely true. In 1919, Curly oh, Lambeau. What? <laughs> Curly Lambeau? Decided to start up a local football team oh. in Green Bay. And at the time, he was working for a meatpacking company, and he managed to convince his employer to sponsor the team on the condition. Well, you got to call it the Packers. That's oh my, this outstanding. Is, isn't it? What a great story. And that's why it's called Lambeau Field, and there's your back. I've been there. Way to go, Don. <laughs> but that's it. I didn't watch a football game. <laughs> she wasn't even there. She just looked at it. <laughs> we, we had okay. their, uh, their curds. <laughs> oh, cheese curds. Oh, they're so good. Which member of the Rat Pack had a hit song called Houston? He said Dean Martin. First question, Kyle, do you even know what the Rat Pack is? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. uh, well, I kind of, I don't know all the members. My my stepdad had a poster, and it would hang over a pool table. The main the main members were Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and Dean Martin. And Dean Martin did have – by the way, did everybody catch the theme here? It's Rat? football related and stuff all, with all the teams All football playing. teams that are playing yeah, this yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> Packers, they play the Niners tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Houston, the Texans tomorrow morning. And this was – Nobody calls me friend. <laughs> it's sad the shape I'm in. Going back to Houston. 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 I forgot about this song. Uh, uh, within 10, I, I, I had to stop and get a clarification. I'm still not sure I heard right. Within 10 miles, how many miles away from San Francisco to Santa Clara? He said 35. 35. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> It's 45.3. Ooh, so on a technicality. Yeah. Point three. By point three. Oh, it's no. By the way, before everybody gets all, it wouldn't affect the okay. outcome. So don't be a jerk. Right. <laughs> see, so, so you see, that's for the Niners game tomorrow night because the Niners actually play in Santa Clara. And right. Not, so they're the Santa Clara Niners. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it, it don't start. All right. Uh, of the 32 NFL teams, like 25 of them do not play in the city that they're named yeah. in. And it doesn't yeah. even sound right. It's closer to San Jose, if anything. What American writer wrote the poem called The Raven? He said Edgar Allan Poe. The, ra- the, the Ravens? Uh-huh. And the, the Texans? Right? Oh, Very clever. That's who they're playing. Okay. Uh, he passed. <laughs> well, I don't know if he passed or if his answer was blah, 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 blah. <laughs> According to Billboard, what is Taylor Swift's biggest hit? Either way, no. <laughs> No idea. Is it Cruel Summer? Something with Tear red. drops on my guitar. Shake it off. Oh, yes! I was going to say that, but I thought that was the easy grab. Uh, right? Yeah. Spent six months in the top ten. It was number one, I think, for four weeks. Wow. That's uh, a fun song. Second biggest hit is Anti-Hero. Name the Motown City. He said Detroit. 
But, but I'm sorry. I see Taylor Swift for the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. playing the Bills on Sunday night. Right. Okay, Motown City, uh, Detroit, Detroit Lions, right? Okay, <laughs> see, see what they did? Rawr. And then uh, Bill, <laughs> the Bills, the Bill right. is yeah. a nickname for what longer name? And he said, William. That was a really easy one. I, I know. Right? No, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> uh, let's see. In the end, he got three right. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, that's it. That's all the kids. Help? I probably messed up the buttons. How did you mess up the buttons? I don't know. You okay. can't mess hey, up the button by Brandon, standing. let him blame himself. Yeah, okay. It's all your fault. <laughs> Not Kyle. my fault, obviously. Uh, by okay. the way, the, the only other question that we, we didn't get to uh, was about the uh, Buccaneers game. Uh, the Cuban sandwich was invented in which American city? Tampa Bay. It is not from Cuba. Between two slices of Cuban bread, because, you know, they have all the Cuban uh, immigrants and, and people yeah. that have come into Florida. Uh, between two slices of Cuban bread, the Tampa Bay version of the world-famous sandwich combines mojo pork, ham, salami, pickles, Swiss cheese, wow. and mustard. But the Cuban oh. is not from Cuba. It's just from Cubans. Oh. Do you know what Cuban bread is? I've never had any. Yeah, yeah. Is it bread from Cuba? Yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> Two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. A couple emails, rad at radradio.com. First one's from Monica. Hi, Monica. Says, I'm, now, has anyone ever met someone, na- a man, whose name is spelled B-A-S-S? Bass. Bass. No. Well, that's my, that was my question, is how's it pronounced? Because it bass. could be bass or bass, but I've, I, 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 I would I, say bass. Yeah, bass. I'm writing this birthday shout-out for my hubby, Bass. Who is turning the ripe old age of 38? Oh, Jesus, Lord, they're a puppy. That's an old bass. Uh, <laughs> this Sunday, he's aging like a fine wine. I'm very proud to be his wife. We've been married for nine years, and he is a superb father, a superb father to our daughter Mia. Aww. We will celebrate his birthday weekend with a delicious steak dinner tonight, then chicken wings in the 49ers game tomorrow, and triple chocolate cake on Sunday. Damn. That's it. Just all day Sunday, <laughs> a, a triple chocolate uh, cake. All right, then we got this one from Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Says, I want to... So during the the pressure cooker, we had a question about uh, Bill as a nickname for what? William. William. Okay. Uh Okay. Mm -hmm. This one... Oh. I wanted to wish a very happy 31st birthday to my fiancé, Wendell, better known as Trey. Huh? Wendell. Well, I get it. He probably doesn't like that name. It's a weird name. Where does Trey come from? Maybe it's a shortened version of his middle name? Maybe. Then just go by that. So strange. <laughs> I'm glad he's not going by Wendell. That, he's a... <laughs> yeah, that's a little panel vanny. <laughs> he's a huge fan of your show. It's guaranteed every time I get in the car with him, I will be hearing your voices immediately. And I frequently call him out for listening to repeats. Well, thank you for calling him out for that. <laughs> that's great. I'm broke this year, but proud of him for working so hard, so it would be a nice gift to hear a birthday shout out. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. <laughs> By the way, we got uh, an email from uh, David. Uh, one email. He's the only one that was paying attention because he did have he had one thing right, and then he just points out uh, the other thing. So I, I had said that our c- contestant only got three right. David wrote in and said, "Hey Rob, I think that the caller got four right." Oh. 
which he's right. I I, I miscounted. Oh, he, damn, so close. He got uh, the, uh, the the Dean Martin is the guy who sings the song Houston uh, question, right? Uh, he got Ed Ground Poe wrote The Raven. Detroit's the Motown City. And William, the nickname is Bill. So that's four, right? And yes, and then he goes on to say, if it, he would have won if it wasn't for the point three miles. That's yeah, right. And that it, sucks. I was using Google Maps. That that's the official thing. So it's uh, from from Santa Clara to San Francisco. It's forty five point three miles. And the question was within ten. How many miles away? And he said thirty five. Right. Oh. Forty five. So he did. He just lost by point three miles. Oh, oh comes up and you see somewhere is in this example 45 miles or 45.3 miles away but you'll get there in three hours <laughs> right <laughs> traffic and things like that uh, all right if you're a maggot and you're listening to us so you are uh, and you got a joke you email us rad at radradio.com don't call you can't tell jokes sorry we'll start with 10 year old lily oh hi lily two pickles fell out of a jar and onto the floor what did one say to the other what, what? deal with it <laughs> <laughs> what if they were gherkins <laughs> I'm just gherking your chain. How does a cucumber become a pickle? How? It goes through a jarring experience. (laughs) (laughs) Big D has our end of the week dad jokes. What do you call a belt made of watches? What? A waste of time. (laughs) Whenever I try to eat healthy, a chocolate bar looks at me and snickers. (laughs) (laughs) What does garlic do when it gets hot? What? what? Takes its cloves off. Yow! Oh, that's my favorite part. Taking taking the uh, the, 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 the cloves off? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they and the cloves. I mean, Kyle was talking earlier about incorporating food with sex. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, get there's the, one. Garlic. Ooh, garlic. Sticky garlic all over yeah, you. Yeah, rub the garlic paste. All right, these are from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. I told my son that his shoes were on the wrong feet. He looked down, looked at me, and said, these are the only feet I've got. <laughs> I like to keep a ruler under my pillow. That way it tells me how long I've slept. <sighs> this winter storm has me stranded at home, and I'm running critically low on sliced bread. So I just called the U.S. Toast Guard. <laughs> God. Just making up institutions for punchlines. Uh, this is from Greg. Hi, Greg. If everyone in the world held hands and stood along the equator, then my father would still think I'm a useless failure. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? What a waste. You're all standing Stay here around holding hands. hands like a bunch right. of fairies. What does this accomplish? Hippies. Get a job. Cut These are from uh, Tony. All right. This is one. Uh, the, you got to do the dawn visualization thing for this one. A man walks into a bar. Oh, no, that's a different joke I was thinking of. Where is oh, that don't one? use your yeah. imagination for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get to it. I get it. Okay. Different one. Yeah, no visualization needed here. Stop it. Turn yeah. your brain off. A man walks into a bar, sits next to a stranger, and they start talking. Eventually, the first man starts bitching about his job and says, I've got such a lazy staff. They just sit at their desks and stare into space. Second man asks where he works, and the guy says, NASA. <laughs> 
That's good. <laughs> There's a new meal delivery service for cannibals. Uh. Ooh. It's called Hello Flesh. Uh. Uh, these are from Alex. Hi, Alex. Some people are so ungrateful. If I've made you breakfast in bed and brought it to you, all I need is a simple thank you. None of this, how did you get my house business? <laughs> Whenever I need a boost of energy, I like to do a Kurt Cobain. Oh, no. Oh. That's where you shotgun a rock star. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Right. Too soon. <laughs> All right. Now, these are from Braden. Hi, Braden. At work, I cut off two of my fingers on my right hand. I asked the doctor if I'll be able to write again, and he said, probably, but I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Here's your visualization joke. Okay. A man and a horse are sitting at the bar having a drink. Love it. Dang it, the horse is up there. The horse is, his butt's in the chair. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, his feet he, are dangling. He's, Their he's, feet oh, now. His hoof around yeah. the drink. His front legs are, both of his uh, elbows yeah, are right. on the bar. Yep. Yep. A man and a horse are sitting at a bar having a drink when suddenly the man says, I am so hungry. And the horse side-eyes the man and says, how hungry? <laughs> oh, Hello. Giddy up. And these are from Darren. I went on a blind date last night. It didn't start that way, but she had pepper spray. So. <laughs> What's more white trash than a 40-year-old grandmother? Ooh, what? 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 Oh, no. A 40-year-old great-grandmother. Oh. Jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. We got this email, rad at radradio.com. We go back to the pressure cooker that Chris wrote in. We did a, a pressure cooker themed uh, around uh, this, this weekend's uh, football game. Best weekend of the season. Four games to determine which four teams will be left to determine who will go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I tried to come up with a question for each one of the teams or the cities, but they, aren't, they weren't football questions. Uh, so uh, one of them was uh, about the mileage between Santa Clara, the city the 49ers actually play in, and San Francisco, the city that they're credited for being in. Chris wrote in and said, I don't remember the precise wording of the question, so I could be way out of line here. While Google Maps has the distance from San Francisco to Santa Clara as just over 45 miles, the distance from San Francisco to Levi's Stadium is 43 miles. So maybe the pressure cooker contestant got that question right after all. No. No. Because, so the question was within 10 miles, how far is Santa Clara from San Francisco? Never mentioned the stadium. And it was 45.3, and dude said 35. Ah. Yes, if it had been Levi's Stadium, he would. You're not out of line. You're just dumb. Oh, or, boy, you, or just misheard. Yeah, listening skills. Maybe okay. you know, double check yourself. I mean, he oh. did. He gave the caveat. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, we also had a birthday wish for a guy named Wendell, but 
he goes by Trey. I'm yeah. trying to figure out what. I mean, I'm kind of getting used to Wendell, even though it's only the second time I heard you say it. It's not so, so bad. So Truman wrote in, and I don't know if this is a legit story or just a funny, which fine if it is. Says, not as far-fetched as getting Trey from Wendell, but I have a friend named Dave Taylor III, and he goes by Trey. Hmm. Like, uno, dos, trace. Dave Taylor III. Uh, uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A little inside, but... Uh, also, I mean, your parents went through the trouble of giving you a name, like you said. Maybe he doesn't want to be yeah. the third. <laughs> right. Maybe you're a grown man who can make his own decisions at 18 and go, I hate this name. Sure, you pick. <laughs> Uh, and then we had, we had the, the the closing joke was what's more white trash than a forty year old grandmother a forty year old great grandmother oh my uh, Brian wrote in and said my brother was my mother rather was a neonatal nurse so newborn babies oh. right for over forty years oh she would see twenty five year old grandmothers at least once a year oh my goodness uh, no no yeah. and she did tell the story of a thirty nine year old great grandmother no. Mm. Oh, wow. See, and I thought oh. I was back. My, my my mom's mom was 37 when I was born. I thought that was close oh. for being a grandma. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the great-grandmother, either way, we're talking like 12 Jesus. or 13, and was then 12 she, or 13. Was she near like where polygamists are? Because they start so young? Uh, I mean, he, he did God. He, he did mention the area where she worked. I didn't want to say it. It's in the greater Sacramento area. And mm. no, there's no polygamy or anything going. Yeah. Hey, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, top of the hour, uh, instead of the commercial oh. break uh, behind the scenes goings on in the studio, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We've got my elderly dog, Walter, in the house. Oh, it's hey, it's not going to be a very interesting canine cam because he is dead asleep. That's still yeah. so cute. We've been are, playing are you... these brain games with him, and it's just totally whipping him out. <laughs> are you switching it up on me just so I know? Are we still oh. doing the, the last one? Shoot. Nope. <laughs> but behind the scenes, oh, yeah. uh, Brando coordinates when we're going to do the, the canine cams, and, and I gave him when the breaks are going to be. But yeah. but we do, if, if uh, old man Walter's in mm. the building, yes. we'll do a live cam, and we'll, then we'll do the, the recorded one where you maggots send in your thing. And and my email from Brandon says recorded coming up at the top of the hour, and I, I wasn't trying to call him out. I just want to know, are we still doing? No. And, if yeah. I, and, and don't be a jerk. Well, why did you do it on the air? <laughs> because as Brandon, and now Kyle knows, in 20 minutes, I've completely forgotten. And then, and then, and then we'll be live yeah. on the air at 9.30. I'm going, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it will be an interesting canine cam, after all, because uh, the live one with Walter will come up later. Uh, but we have some footage of Penny, the eighth, eight-month-old Anatolian Shepherd, lounging around with Gracie, the eight-year-old Walker Coonhound, oh. and Dolly, Holly, and Molly, the Nubian Does. Stop it. Basically oh, my goats. gosh. Oh. Uh, Paul the Snake is playing with a his food, a live rat. Oh. Yeah! Oh, wow. No. While Blanche, the Patterdale Cross, watches enviously as she wants to play, too. Yeah, so, it, go ahead. Nevada, uh. the Doberman, decides which bone she wants to chew on. And then, finally, I have footage of my elderly cat, Mozart, giving my other cat, Hermie, a bath. <laughs> oh. uh, so, if you want to uh, send in your animals re recorded horizontally, rad at radradio.com. And if you're driving around thinking, what? A snake and a rat? I gotta uh. see that. You always can. You just have to be a member at members.radradio.com. All of this lives on the uh, on the membership site forever. So, does the snake actually eat the rat, or is he just playing with it? What? Don't, well, don't show business. I'm sure oh, okay, he okay, eats okay. it at some point. You'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Uh, by the way, uh, Rodney wrote in, uh. and uh, there, this is correct. I, I, did, I made a mistake. This was on the fly. I wasn't reading it. 
Uh, he says, uh, hey, Rob, during the pressure cooker, you mentioned Tony Bennett as a member of the Rat Pack. I thought the core group was Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, and Dean Martin. It is typical, forgetting about the black guy. I don't know why I put Tony Bennett in there, uh, so I apologize. Thank you for the correction. We have some entertainment news. All right, the big thing this weekend is, as we mentioned, uh, the divisional playoffs in the NFL. Two games tomorrow, two games on Sunday. Dawn could not be more excited. Uh, we start with this email from uh, Robert. Hey, Robert. Uh, he, wanted, he wanted me to use this an hour from now. We're going to be talking to Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com and the new MixPicks sports show beginning Monday morning at 10 a.m. every day uh, for an hour on Rad TV and on in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m. But I, I, I can take care of this answer. I mean, you can't even talk about this then. As I just said, I can take care of this now. No, I know, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doubling down asking, no, right? No, I'm going to be reading this, especially now that I mentioned I'm going to be reading this. Just, I just want to make sure you always have stuff to talk about in the, the little sports show. As Kyle now knows, you always have more yeah. than enough. Wait, are you, you upset that there's too much sports, Don? Oh, man. What? Are you upset that there's too much being talked about with sports? No, no, no. I was just, you know, I, I, was, I was concerned for Rob and Steve. I want to make sure they have enough material and content for more their than enough. show. More than you enough. Know, so we don't need to read it here. Uh, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> and we will. Uh, and it is it is inside sports, but I can do it very quickly. He says, uh, I got a quick coaching question to ask. My Raiders have had an interim head coach, Antonio Pierce, for a few months now. And they haven't signed him. The Patriots signed their new coach. So my question is, how was the Patriots able to sign their coach? But the Raiders haven't. After the amazing Rad Show, I listen to sports talk. Well, that'll be convenient starting Monday because you can just listen to Steve and me and not get horrible information like you did from these idiots. <laughs> They say it's because of the Rooney rule, which I'll explain very quickly. But the Patriots didn't go by that rule. Uh, as much as that shiny coach uh, Jim Harbaugh is, I'd rather they sign Antonio Pierce as the Raiders coach. He's getting a lot of support from the whole team. Whatever sports show you're listening to is massively uninformed and idiotic. The Rooney rule has been in the NFL for a few decades. And it, it's, it's kind of the affirmative action rule of the NFL because for way too long, there were no black head coaches. There were no black quarterbacks. You go back to the 20th century. The Rooney rule was put in place by Art Rooney, I think it was his name, owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it just demands that you have to interview a certain percentage of people of color. Now, the Rooney rule doesn't apply to either of these examples. The New England, uh, New England Patriots, first of all, they promoted from within, and their head coach is an African-American. Second of all, the Raiders, they can simply promote from within, and he's an African-American. They've just chosen not to. There's no reason they can't. For whatever reason, they're, they're, they're looking around. They're trying to consider it. They're, they're, Mark Davis is an idiot as the owner. That, that's uh, it. You're, how does that guy feel? Does, I mean, I'm sure he wants it, right? Or I don't know. Does, I, the guy that's working interim. Does, I haven't talked to Antonio Pierce. But I don't know if he spe I don't know when the shows you guys watch. Does he get interviewed and he says he'd like it or no, you whatever? Don't, no, that, no, you don't okay. do that. That's ah, a, and, right. and how does he feel? He probably feels like, well, I'll, I'm not going to do about it. I'm just going to wait and yeah. see. But he's technically a, a coach already, yes. right? So there's no. It's the like same. A, the technicality is, well, we already have him, so we don't necessarily need to give him the head coach role until we're ready to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and they, 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 or not. It's just, yeah, whatever show you're listening to, Robert, worst sports show of all time. <laughs> all right, let's get to our trailer update. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night, people shouting, that goes trailer. Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind. Trailer park and meet two friends of mine. 
See, that's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift as oh, trailer. Yeah. Oh. The trailer park. Uh, and then there's brother Jason Kelsey. Hell yeah, whoop whoop, which, love you. Which, by the way, if you remember we reported earlier this week, he told all his teammates that he's going to retire. He he hasn't officially retired, and he's he's he says his he'll let us know when he's ready. To, so just officially put that up. Uh, but uh, Philadelphia Eagles center for now. Jason Kelsey surprised his favorite McDonald's employees when he picked up breakfast on Wednesday morning this week. Oh, my God, I would freak out. Danielle Bonham has served him several times. That's right. You want to be a professional athlete, you go to McDonald's <laughs> several times a week. <laughs> and according to the story, the two of them oh, have formed a bond over the course of several drive through interactions. Oh, that's cool. Well, how slow is that drive through window? Oh, you got right? enough time to form a bond? I would make it so, so, oh, it's not ready yet. I'm so sorry. Hey, what's going on? How's your wife? How are the kids? And Jason never <laughs> figures out, why is my food so cold all the time? <laughs> Uh, so he surprised her on Wednesday morning when he brought her a signed jersey. Oh, that's wow. so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I love, do you follow him on Insta at all, Rob? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love when he posts. He has uh, all girls, I think. I think there's three of them. And it, he'll get the the biggest bowl, and he'll just eat all their cereal. And they're like, hey. <laughs> He's like, this is good. <laughs> and I think the same thing. I'm like, his body's a machine, right. but some of the stuff he eats. What's his order? Man. Twelve Big Macs. <laughs> I was gonna say, what does he get at McDonald's? It's for breakfast, right? I, I have no idea if he's okay. ordering breakfast. Why, 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 the, the, the way you people think. You people. Call this McDonald's. Ask for this person. Why are we assuming She'll it's know. breakfast? Because you said it, it takes a while. No, I like, said I said I would make it take a while oh. just so we could stand there and talk. Wait, now I'm confused about another thing. What is the supposition? Breakfast takes a long time at McDonald's, but everything else doesn't? Yeah, usually it takes a little longer. It's early in the morning. They haven't gotten the wheels turning all the way. <laughs> they haven't had their Flap coffee yet. jacks mm. aren't turned over. Mm. Which this is, this, you're going to get the, the mini lecture. <laughs> Personal experience does not define reality. Right. I think breakfast is the quickest thing. Well, McDonald's. you know, it's the fresh batter. <laughs> they just mix. <sighs> No, this is another example. I, I like the example I like to use uh, when we talk about this is uh, the uh, the shoe company that we call Adidas is supposed to be called Adidas, and I think now we're at two decades ago. They did a huge marketing campaign where they if they would show off their shoe. They didn't say call us Adidas, but they would say Adidas, and everybody's like, "What? That's what? dumb." It's and Adidas, they, and they tried, and they tried, <laughs> uh -huh. and then somebody in the marketing department went, "Why are we spending all this money trying to force Americans to say Adidas?" All we care about is they buy our shoes. So it doesn't matter how things are supposed to be said. It matters how people uh, pronounce them. And at some point, you got to stop pushing against the, the hill, which brings us back to the Kelsey brothers. That's wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this whole thing. I'm sorry, though. It's Kelsey. Jason and Travis Kelsey's name is not Kelsey. It's Kels. No. Back in February of last year, and it's, been, it's resurfaced again uh, because, you know, the playoff weekend. Uh, Travis and his brother Jason had their father, Ed Kells, on their podcast. And they asked him why he had them thinking it was pronounced Kelsey for the first 25 years of their lives. <laughs> I watched the clip this morning. It's pretty hysterical. I love that family. Ed just came out and said, I got tired of correcting people. Yeah. Oh. I mean, even Kelsey spelled weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, when the boys asked him if they should go back to Kells, he said, quote, do whatever you want. I did. <laughs> why is it Kells? There's not even a Z in it. It's just the way it's pronounced. And that's just, it's just weird now. It's just weird because we don't know it that way. So there's just no way. I'm sure if it had been Kells originally, that's all we would know. Duh. It, it, but it, it, yeah, it's, Kelsey, it's Kelsey, man. It's simply how much, 
I, I guess you could look at it like it's how much pride do you have in your family name yeah. versus um, how 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 much how much do you have to flex at people? Right. Right. I mean, God knows over the course of my life, I've been called Bob more than once. Like, sure. Fine. Yes. Whatever. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but but if it matters to you, then correct people. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, according to oh, oh, earlier this week, we had the story that sources were reporting that already there's this rift between uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Jason Kells. Uh, which okay, okay, when I first saw this story, whenever the hell it came out, and and it was the headline of this particular news feed was like, basically, oh my gosh, they've had their first fight, and I'm like, okay, first of all, how is this news? Second of all, couples argue. Thirdly, how do you know it's their first one? Like, how do it's, you know? Because it's from a source. <laughs> Sources know everything. But that source is with them 24-7? Yep. yep. Right? Gosh. I'm just like, this is so absurd. Which which is why this is such a great follow-up uh, to that story. So sources were saying that uh, it's taking a toll on Taylor that she's doing all the traveling. Oh, right. And, and she was so upset that over Christmas, he was so focused on football, even though this is playoff run time. Now, that was earlier this week. According to insiders, a synonym for source, <laughs> Travis Kelsey does not have plans to immediately propose to Taylor Swift, but he has started thinking about designs for her special engagement ring. Oh. So earlier this week, one source says there's trouble uh. in River City, and now oh. Travis is getting ready to design her ring. Conflicting sources. Sounds like somebody uh, is going to be pregnant, is what I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> A little shotgun yes. wedding. We yeah. need a third source. A little bit of fight, a little bit of uh, engagement go. ring. Somebody's <laughs> pregnant. Thirds, and remember, mm. the sources, <sighs> I'm just envisioning someone who walks by their house, <laughs> and they're now considered a source. I, I, that's interesting. <laughs> oh that you, you give this more, way more credit than I do. I'm thinking the source is imaginary, <laughs> and somebody has clickbait on their mind. This is, this is the great thing about journalism oh. in the 21st century. It doesn't exist. You can say a source, an insider, and have no repercussions whatsoever at all. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Is, it is yes. disgusting. Um, according to, uh, so we had uh, insiders, and now according to a source, Ooh. so we went from insiders to a source, the superstar athlete is toying with the idea of using some of the diamonds from his Super Bowl rings to craft the band. No! Yeah, see, you know what? Huh. I, I know people can, what is that saying, walk and chew gum at the same time, but I think he's a little busy, busy and preoccupied right now. It's a pretty big deal going into the playoffs, hoping to go to the Super Bowl. Well, what he's doing right now, according to oh, insiders, God. is he's thinking. Uh, he's thinking. And, right. and these insiders are talking to him about what he's thinking about. Hmm. And he say, well, I'm thinking about using some of the diamonds. Right. And what are you screaming out no for? That's the whole point of marriage is that you bond together. You're, everything you're doing is together. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Those are like your football diamonds. They represent your football. And I, I think like the wedding band should be representative of your marriage, not not your career mixed in with it. Well, then you know. do that your way. Well, I will. I mean, it just feels icky. It might be something special to whoever the the football wife would be. Maybe she thinks that would be amazing and then they they share their love of this career. I don't think that it's any different than like using the grandparents ring. You know, it's oh. you you have it and if yeah. honestly, like if if you want to take part of your achievement and share it with your loved one, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, but you're ruining your ring. How but uh, what if he considers it not ruining it and maybe right. and he could just get those things filled with right. more diamonds. It's not it's not like Travis Kelsey is hurting 
for money, just have a jeweler take those exactly. diamonds out and put something else in. It just yeah. doesn't sit well. Do you with know me. what? But here, she's gonna have to put part of her Grammy or whatever the hell they win, right? Part of the material of the nugget in the ring. <laughs> the horn yeah. part of the <laughs> Grammy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, he's handling the bonding thing, okay? So, he, the, yeah. according to the uh, which one is this? The source or the insider? The source. According to the source, he's toying with the idea of using some of the diamonds from his Super Bowl rings to craft the band, which... That's kind of cool, actually. ...will also feature a meaningful lyric from one of her songs. Aww. Thus bringing them together. That's sweet. I think that he should use his favorite play as the quote. So, like, whatever, (laughs) you know, Blue 42, whatever the play call is, I don't know. Uh, All of this, as I mentioned earlier, is leading us to the Super Bowl, which is February 11th. In Las Vegas. We already know that Usher will be the uh, halftime performer. <laughs> Usher, Usher. Yesterday, uh, we uh, found out who what we'll get before the big game. Because you gotta, you know, you got to do all the ceremonial stuff. Uh, a lot of the football on Sunday, you don't see the national anthem. But, uh, boy, Super Bowl, you get everything. Uh, so before the big game, we're going to get Post Malone to sing America the Beautiful. Oh, cool. my God. You know, that's going to be oh, good. That's interesting. I, I've never heard America the Beautiful with auto-tune before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andra Day will deliver the uh, Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Nice. And the National Anthem will be performed by country music legend Reba McIntyre. Oh, Reba! my gosh! Yeehaw. Yes! Oh, say, can you say <laughs> by the dawn, Nights are going down in Nitro, Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> fancy came to terror. At her home, I'm not brave. And those aren't fireworks. Oh. Those are actual guns. <laughs> Actually, I am. Oh, I am that is fabulous. Fascinated to watch this. I'm. I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm indifferent about Reba, but this could be really good. It's gonna be. Or really awful. No, no, no. Of course, no. I, 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 no matter who it is, I pray uh, for the latter. No. It, oh, it's better news. It's better Come news. On, not, not for Reba. I don't care about Reba. Uh, I know you don't. I'm saying for me. I, oh, I care about my career. I'm sorry. Something to make fun of the Monday after <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> By the way, I, I, uh, I think it was producer Nick uh, sent me this uh, this uh, meme that's going around. We, we had some fun this week with Dallas Cowboy jokes during Jokes from the Maggots. <laughs> after they embarrassed the hell out of themselves uh, last weekend against uh, the Packers. So there's this meme going around uh, that's uh, it's a, a photographic meme of the evolution of garbage trucks. Ooh. The first one is when we used to do it on horse and carriage, literally, and we'd dump the, the garbage in there. The second one is the old school garbage trucks, like what you see going around your neighborhood, but the dudes had to get out, oh, pick yeah. up the cans. Oh, and, yeah. and then the third one is the modern day garbage trucks where you just have the big... Lovely. <laughs> And the fourth one is the Dallas Cowboys team bus. <laughs> uh, I picked whatever. up uh, I pick up my godson from school every Wednesday, and their fa- their whole house are Cowboy fans. And um, he's like, "Oh my gosh!" It started out the day we are all excited. Everyone's in their Cowboy gear, and all you have is hope, right? You're just very excited because the game hasn't even started. He's all that it starts, and it keeps going, and one by one. We start leaving the room. <laughs> He's like, I took off for the day. Mm-hmm. People start taking their cowboy gear off. Yep. Yeah. Now they're wearing despair. <laughs> and don't look at Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> That's That should be a rule yeah. of life. Don't look at Facebook. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Kalina wrote in and said, while you're on the topic of trailer, my seven-year-old daughter asked me last night, why is Taylor with the football fan? <laughs> and I told her because her boyfriend is a football player. And then she, she then asked, do you know his name? I sighed and said, unfortunately, I do. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, as of 
the, the beginning of the show. I haven't double checked because I don't give a crap. No word on officially whether or not she'll be at Sunday night's oh. game. Oh, then we'll really know they're in a fight if she's not at that important game. Or she's at a doctor's appointment. D- 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 <laughs> yes, a Sunday mm-hmm. evening doctor's appointment. <laughs> it's a private doctor. The or, OB. Yeah, or, or, yes. or it might mean that she's getting ready to start her tour, which is uh, mere days away. Oh, no. Yes. She would give Allegedly. all that up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play Master of Movies right now. We've got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We'll give you a hint and play a movie clip. You have to give us the title of the movie to win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, the droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. We got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com. It is from uh, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. It says, I'd like to wish what could be a final happy birthday to my amazing wife, Taylor, as she is turning 33. Oh, oh come on. That is so young. I'm 33. What time, a puppy. Time to start checking out hospice. <laughs> After working to raise two wonderful boys, she is getting up there in age. No. And all she wants is a birthday wish from Rad Radio before old age takes her. Oh, my God. Since she got angry when I wrote a birthday wish a few years ago for Betty White before she was uh, dead, which did get read on the air. I don't remember that. I figured I should finally make the effort to write one for Taylor. That'd be nice. <laughs> Much more importantly... My birthday is on Sunday. I'm turning 32. Dude! Happy, happy birthday. Well played. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. I'll punch you in the face. Get to Master Movies. Master. Master Movies. I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Dusting the film and you'll reign supreme. You're a movie. Master. Movie. We got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Matt. Hello. Hello. You will guess first. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we will go to Mark. Good morning. Good morning. And Will, your caller 20. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. We're looking for a fantasy film from 1987. Why don't you just shut off? <laughs> You've hmm. seen this? Yeah, not in a long time. A fantasy film from 1987. Why don't you just shut off? Matt, do you know what that movie is? Uh, Short Circuit. <laughs> Educated guess. Uh, Mark. They live. And Will. Spaceballs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure Spaceballs is a fantasy film. <laughs> yeah. It's a slapstick comedy. Um, it's an animated film. Five sentient household appliances. A toaster, blankie, a radio, lampy, and a vacuum cleaner. So it's a toaster, a blanket, a radio, a lamp, and a vacuum cleaner. But those are their names, right? Uh, the vacuum cleaner's named Kirby, of course. Kirby the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Living in an abandoned cabin have grown lonely, longing to reunite with their owner, a young man named Rob, 
The appliances set off on a harrowing trek through the wilderness, surviving as best they can, despite limited sources of electricity. So these are animated appliances, Kyle, because you've seen this, going through a forest. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's great. And other things. They get, they get trapped in other rooms and things like that. Yeah. Worse yet, when they arrive in the big city, they discover they may no longer be useful because of new modern Aww. appliances. Uh, the name of the movie is The Brave Little Toaster. At least we try to be optimistic. Optimistic? Somebody untie the knot in this guy's cord. Why don't you just shut off? Hey, I'm real scared there, Kirby. What are you gonna do, suck me to death? Oh. What is it with you guys anyway? You act like you just came off the assembly line. Now get this through your chrome. We've been dumped. That sounds like a gem. Uh, we will give you another chance to win uh, with uh, Treble Trouble at uh, 9 a.m. Still getting reaction to uh, this morning at uh, 6.30 when it was CAD. Kyle had his segment. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, anybody, and Dawn. Sierra wrote in and said, I just want to say how proud of Kyle I am. Awesome Aww. job. Awesome. Thank you. I loved seeing the excitement and adrenaline in the last segment. Uh, she wrote this right after the segment. Kyle's love for his job and the show assigns. Aww. Thank you. Sweet. Uh, Chris wrote in and said, I am simply amazed and in awe of this morning's 6.30 segment. What a spectacular job by Rob of making sure <laughs> that he has fill-in talent in place when needed. Oh, Amazing leadership and foresight, Rob. <laughs> oh, and Kyle, you did okay, too. Ah, oh, thank Aww. you. How, how, how are you Pretty feeling funny. an hour and a half removed? You know, you're right about the adrenaline. I'm still feeling a little shaky. My ears Aww. are on fire for some reason, too. My, I think my blood's pumping in my head a little too much. Uh, if you uh, if you missed it, you know you can always listen. The, some A lot of the audio files are just on radradio.com. The show every day is at members.radradio.com. Uh, this is from uh, Danny. Hey, Danny. Uh, she, Danny She, says, Kyle, great job. But I did have a question. Where and how do you have so much confidence? Aww. I go in and out of confidence at work, and I have, and at work I have hardly any confidence. So in general, she goes in and out. At work, she has no confidence, which isn't great news. She says it's landed me doing desk work because they can see my lack of confidence. Mm. How do you gain your level of quote unquote cockiness and back it up? Same to you, Rob. There's days I channel my inner Rob, and it works. But I'd like to channel my inner Danny and have it no matter what. So um, I didn't always have confidence. I was actually probably one of the least confident people on this planet at one time. Maybe not that bad, but I, I was really scared to approach women. I was scared to talk up, and um, there came to a point where I was just sick of it, and um, I had to give myself a good evaluation in the mirror with myself and, had, and talk myself up a little bit. And honestly, listening to Eminem, I know it's it sounds <laughs> cheesy, but it really works. That song, Lose Yourself, I had listened to that before I got on the rad radio this morning at 6.30 and performed. You just got to kind of get yourself in the mood. And, you know, you kind of get you got to get sick of yourself being that person. And you got to remember what's the worst thing that can happen. What somebody's going to say no to you, you're not going to get something. And no just means next option. So if you have true good intentions in your heart, just do what you want to do. And don't be afraid of it. And that's where the confidence comes from. Just know that you're not doing anything wrong. Pull the curtain back a little bit. Even in your time here, what are you up to, four years? No. Yeah, I'm coming up on my fourth, yeah. You've had some back and forths. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I say that because I want her to understand it's that recent. You know, you, you heard or saw, I don't know, uh, uh, confidence in, in, in Kyle. Um, he's had his moments around here. He and I have had some chats where he's like, oh, I just uh, – uh, uh, part of it, too, is – Depending, I've always said nothing breeds confidence like success. 
and nothing breeds success like confidence. But you got to pick one. You got to either start succeed. Like this is why I personally think, especially for boys, that uh, youth sports are so important. Now, if you've got an awkward dork, that's not going to work. You're going to have to put him somewhere else. If if we if as this is what this is where it all started for me. Be, being successful at baseball, you, you know, at first all kids are scared at three, five, seven, whatever. And then you start doing something that you're really good at, and and you look around, and you go, oh, they they like me because I'm I'm a really good pitcher, and then and 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 suddenly, so the next time you go out and you're like, I got this, and you you make you're even better pitcher, and and it starts to snowball, but it has to start somewhere. So so if you can't be successful, then you've got to you've got to project confidence, even if it's fake. You have to project it. You have to remember exactly what Kyle said. My, my a friend of mine used to say, they can't eat you. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen? Oh, and, and this goes back to childhood. Oh, no, they're going to laugh at you? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, everybody on this show, guess what? We all get made fun of. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's just part of By the way, everybody gets made fun of. Sometimes you just don't know it because they're doing it behind you. You can't worry about this stuff. So, so many things come to mind. So I'll start with the first one is... And I'm not sure uh, she, because you did say Danny. Yep. Right. I, and I'm not sure she's expecting this. But I feel a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this throughout life, and then you finally learn, we want a quick fix. And, like, it's going to happen overnight. And so, and when it doesn't, you get frustrated. You wonder what you're doing wrong. Why can't I be like that person? And a lot of times it takes time. Um, the second thing is, your, your, what is your dialogue? What, what is your dialogue to yourself? What do you allow in your mind and the thoughts that you allow? Are you allowing negative self-talk? Are you surrounded by people? Who are your friends, right? Who do you surround yourself with? Do they have that same type of mindset? What are you allowing yourself to look at on social media, uh -huh. to read, to watch? All of these things seep inside of us and do affect us. So make sure you are feeding yourself Positive, and I'm not saying positive where you're in la-la land, because two things can exist. You can know there's something you need to work on, and you want to get better at, and, and let's take it further, and know that the world sucks or whatever's going on, while also having a mindset of positivity and filling yourself with that, and, 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 and all of those things, they start to, they just eventually start to become who you are, but not 100%. So then I, my other thing I want to say is you got to allow yourself grace. Whoever you envision as the most confident people, and it sounds like Rob and Kyle right now, are, do you think they're people? They're not like this 24-7. You have to give yourself grace in all of that. And and I, I, I don't want to make it a guy-girl thing, but sometimes it does apply. You know, they, with guys, it seems, accomplishments really help out with confidence, and, and they do, you know, really pride themselves on what they – do for a living and the things that they're accomplishing. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying that these are the, sometimes the differences that I see. And, and with women, it is, it is something that give it time. It will settle in. The more you get to know yourself, the more you get to believe in yourself, it absolutely just happens. And you reminded me something, Don, with the self negative talk with uh, not having a lot of confidence. There was something there in my childhood. I looked up to an older kid. Let's just call him Wes. And uh, I didn't have older siblings, so he was like the cool big kid in, 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 the, in the neighborhood. And I looked up to him like a brother. Well, he also wasn't very nice. He stole from me. He called me names. He put me down. And as a little kid, it's really hard. 
and you don't know what to accept because you want to look up to him. And I realized when I got older, all the self-negative talk I was doing to myself was the voice of Wes. And I called him up and I told him how how toxic it was and how I started putting that image onto my siblings using what what he had taught me and basically told him to step away and get out of myself and and I wasn't going to be like that anymore. Good and for after you, that, Kyle. I felt really freeing. Oh, my God. That oh, is well, so you, amazing. You lived through that. I lived through that. Yeah, he got really upset and hung up the phone. I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> his but, loss. Yeah, it is his loss. And, you know, it's something you, you got to look inside. You got to see if there's anybody talking negatively to yourself, and you have to identify it, and you have to kill it. And and so a couple follow-ups to, to Kyle and Dawn. This doesn't necessarily apply to Danny, but but anyone else back to the, you know, they can't eat you or whatever. One of the best things that can happen to you, and it's actually right to Kyle and Wes, it, when you're, whether it's asking a girl out or something like that, one of the best things that can happen to you is being told no. Because that's the easiest example. You walk up to a girl or a guy or whatever say, hey, I, my name's Rob. Would you like to go out for a drink? No. And if, at first it hurts. And then, I don't know, an hour, a day later, you go, oh, wow, I'm still alive. How about that? I lived through that. And to Dawn's point about social media, in whatever way that you may be experiencing it, remember that it's fake. Yes. It's all fake. Whoever you're looking at going, oh, my God, look at their life. They're not showing you their whole life. This has been a conversation I've had with so many of my friends. We've said the same thing. It is amazing with humans, and we might have talked about it on this show as well, where we know just from living life, if, if you're a human and you're living life, you're well aware that life is not perfect. Yet somehow we assign that to those we see on social media. It doesn't exist. Quit looking at other people's profiles and whatever the hell they're posting and feeling bad about yourself because you think they have it all figured out. They don't. None of us do. At some points in our life, yes, we feel like we do. And then guess what? Life hits us, and we have to figure it all out again. This is the progression of life. Brandon, I'm going to drag you into this because okay. I've, wa- I've watched your confidence grow over the last 18 years or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you were, to be candid, a nervous little kid when, oh. uh, when we started. Yeah, I was, uh, I was incessantly bullied in school until I got into high school, like, um, you know, around sophomore, junior year, where I kind of finally found my my niche and my people and my crowd and um that helped carry me out of graduation and into what ultimately became this career in radio because i allowed myself to put all that stuff behind me and you know in some way healed from from all that bullying but i mean it is still a struggle to this day for me um to find the confidence because it is that voice that tells me otherwise and I, I'm I'm seek I'm seeking help. I'm I'm taking medication to try to, uh, you know, curb all this stuff to aid me to that next step of evolution. But you know, there's just I what I try to do, and if I fail every time, uh, <laughs> is forget about the mistakes I've made and not wallow in that stuff because I've made major mistakes. And I know we're all human, but I for some reason can't forgive myself for the damage I've done to people. The the like I. The voice tells me in my head that I'm a uh, arsonist of of relationships, and so every a lot of my friendships and relationships in the past have always ended in a in a bad way, primarily because of me. Um, and so it's it's hard for me to like seek, um, you know, forgiveness for that within myself. Um, so, but one of the the best tricks that seems to help me pull out of it uh, occasionally is thinking about the things that I'm saying to myself, would I say those things to a younger me? 
You know, like, I, so I look at a picture of myself from, you know, when I was in grade school or whatever, 10 years old. And so I, I look at that picture and I try to think, would I say something to that kid the same way I'm talking to myself? And that usually helps me turn it around and everything. But, you know, it's even over the last couple of weeks running the show and, and you know, being in the captain's chair and all that, I, I feel like I've found my voice even more. Um, but it is just something I still struggle with because if you if you heard the things that I say to myself, uh, you probably want me to be institutionalized. <laughs> but I think that's true of all of us, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, but you know there are days where I just like you know what I just don't want to wake up. You, you, you know? know you're not alone in that, right? I don't know. Sometimes know. that brings comfort for some because it, it, it's it's human nature for whatever reason we let haunt us all of our mistakes. And we just completely forget about the things that maybe brought people joy or Mm -hmm. our wins, right? We forget about the wins and we just concentrate on these losses. And and it's human nature to gravitate toward that. And it is a lot of work to like tell that to shut up and to turn off and to focus on the good. Uh, To uh, to what was Brandon was referring to, uh, Cody wrote in and said, uh, this is a quote he heard that helps him. What you think is how you feel. So what you focus on grows. Yes. Um, but and uh, Alex wrote in. I use this to remind me uh, because uh, during Kyle's initial answer, you almost the, the way I heard it was you almost dismissed using like a song to give you some confidence or help you find your way. Yeah, you get well, in the mood. Whatever works. Whatever works. Absolutely. Uh, and 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 also to to Danny who started us all, all this. Sadly, but this is what being human is about. This is so relatable. It, just endless emails are coming in because. E- it, Everybody struggles with this at some point. Yes, even yes. me. Yes, yes. Tara says, you're such an inspiration, Kyle. I've always liked you, but after hearing you let yourself be vulnerable on air, speaking about confidence, I have so much love for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, back to uh, Kyle's appearance uh, as the uh, the leader of the Invisible Captain's Chair this morning at 630. You can always go back and find it and listen to it if you missed it uh, at members.radradio.com. Cherie wrote in and said, congratulations, Kyle. That was awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Cherie. <laughs> Gave me the chills watching you kick ass at the helm. I feel like a, pr- a proud mom, and the dump moment was fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was hoping for one of those. I was seriously telling myself, it's not going to happen, don't worry. But I think when you go to that topic where you're talking about oh, smacking nasties in the bedroom, and it might might happen. I, I just love the calmness, too, when Brandon dump that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite moment of that is exactly that. Brandon caught it, not me. I'm just sitting there me going, either. really? I didn't know that happened. I, I, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's allowed now. Whatever, all right, what do I know? Even after Brandon said dump it, and it, it is, this is like half a second, as Kyle's hand moved towards the dump button, I'm sitting over there going, is Brandon right about that? And I go, yeah, of course he is. Jesus. What is wrong with me? Um, we got this from uh, Ashley. Ashley. She says, I typically roll my eyes when Kyle talks, as you never know what will come out of his mouth. A good example is the comment he made during the Dr. Rob letter about the, how the writer should not have any more kids. Aww. Well, and, and and that it was pathetic he was writing into the show for help. That was my favorite part. Wait, what? Okay, well, if he doesn't have his life prioritized, he shouldn't be having that many children. Well, he only has one. With, <laughs> two. two. Right. Well, two, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the other two are, yeah. are the girlfriends. And we, right. we found that out I, after you, the fact. Do you yeah, know what? It's not like what you're saying isn't wrong per se, right? Like you, you, every parent wants to be the best that they could possibly be. I think it's just the presentation is what it is. It yeah. throws off from the actual point you're really making. And I was trying to be funny and come off like a little stern at the same time. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's a balance there. You got to figure that out. <laughs> Remember, if you write to us for advice, you're a loser. Uh. 
good example of the comedy made about the but there. But Kyle says, Ashley, you did amazing. After your segment, I clapped and yelled, "Yay, Kyle!" Aww, thanks. My my wife did the same thing. She texted really? me. Yep. She texted Aww. me and said, "I'm applauding her." As I don't have it on me right now. But, wow. Uh, Kaylee says, "I have no idea why, but while Kyle was doing his segment in the invisible captain's chair, I found myself smiling from ear to ear." <laughs> it could be that Kyle is my favorite. Aww. Oh, gee, mystery solved. Aww, that's so sweet. And I like hearing him talk more. Or it could be that we have seen this young man evolve so much since he started at Rad Radio. Either way, he continues to impress me. Well, thank you. This is from uh, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Uh, last year when Brandon had to take over and not hearing your voice, Rob, was a little weird. And I had to get used to it. I think Brandon did a great job. But there was something missing from the radio, and it was your voice. Now, after several months with Bad and Rad Radio, and now CAD, <laughs> I love just listening to all of you. With bad radio for a few days last week, I loved it, but it was still missing something, Rob. With you being a sidekick, everything's normal, and I'm excited to hear you. I always miss hearing your voice, Rob. You're that calming person that I do, sad to say, need every day. You're like Aww. L. Michaels. Wow, and that's a that's a poem, too. Yeah, oh. You are the calming person that I do, sad to say, need every day. And I have a nice spot in my basement for you to stay <laughs> Uh, now that I just listened to Kyle in the captain's chair, it was pretty nice. Uh, I think he did a pretty good job. Way to go, Kyle. Uh, now listening to all of you in the captain's chair, I would say that as long as all of you are in the studio, it's perfect. Yes. All not including Dawn at any time ever. No, no, no. thank you. Uh, and then this came in uh, from Phil. Hey, Phil. Says, Kyle, good for you for taking care of yourself and making the choice to be around positive people and get rid of the negatives. Rob's right. Confidence comes from success, and success comes from confidence. Don't ever be afraid to bite off more than you can chew and try the impossible. Never listen to the people that tell you you aren't going to be able to accomplish what you set out to do. And if you don't believe that this works, just look at Rob and the hot wife he was able to land. <laughs> Chicks dig confidence. Oh my it is amazing. Yes, but there's more to you. Than like. There's more to her than what she looks like. Well, I don't know about that. Yes. But, but, but uh, it, it, the... <laughs> If you're if you're on the one to ten scale, if you're like a six, which I probably am, right. confidence brings you up to a nine. That with, with oh, for sure. Yeah. It, I mean, oh, it, that's it's that that it's it, that's what it that's what BD is. Big blank energy. Confidence is a beautiful thing and, and humor. And a lack of confidence <laughs> oh. is so unattractive in oh. men and women. Yeah. And that and that. Yes. But the dawn's right. It's more than all this superficial stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it, it doesn't. It like when I'm having bouts of confidence because yes, again, I do. Yes, I love looking at my wife. I'm like, really? I, I landed this? Oh. Th this? But, and like, yes. And I feel like, I could be wrong. The, the whole picture, too. Well, when you love someone, you're looking at the whole picture of like what you landed, right? It's like, yes, the outside package, but it's like, dear God, and everything that makes them who they are. Yes, I have yeah. I have lots of pictures in my hidden file on my phone of <laughs> my wife that I look at. <laughs> Rob, anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. Got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com. It's from Greg. Hey, Greg. Uh, during the entertainment pile, which really was like the first sports pile, which made Dawn thrill. Because oh. uh, we were talking about the, the, the big weekend. 
uh, the NFL divisional playoffs. So we got into the, the the Kelsey brothers, but one of the stories was that's wrong. It's pronounced Kells. Nope. Uh, but uh, their dad got so tired of correcting people, he just let them call everybody Kelsey, and so the boys grew up. <laughs> being called uh, Kelsey. Uh, Greg wrote in and said, uh, hey, Rob, I understand the mix-up with the names Kelsey and Kells and Adidas and Adidas. The, the second one is how it's supposed to be pronounced. We're not doing that. What confuses me is when someone you know and has pronounced your name correctly for a long time then mixes it up. Both my ex-wife and my current lady mix it up. My name is Greg, but for some reason they have both started pronouncing it dumbass. <laughs> German. <laughs> Let's talk to Steve Mickelson, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and MixPix.com, 2Ks in Mix, 2Ks in Picks, uh, MixPix.com, and the MixPix Sports Show, uh, which starts Monday morning as a daily program on both Rad TV at members.radradio.com and in Sacramento on Rad Radio at 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM every day for an hour. Steve and I will talk sports. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Steve, before we get to uh, all of the goings-on uh, yeah, this uh, weekend, uh, we're in that time of the year as well where the NFL coaching carousel uh, is happening for all the teams that aren't still playing. So let's go through the big ones one by one. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys just got slaughtered last week. In fact, you know what? Before I get to the coaching thing, Steve, you and I haven't had a chance to, to talk about that game. The, the Packers came out, if I remember correctly, it was 27 nothing. It, what, the, the classic sports talk uh, question, was that more about the Packers or the or the, the whole game? Was it more about the Packers having this great scheme, this great offense, et cetera, or was it more about the Cowboys being what you had said all season, the team that can only beat the tomato cans? I think it was a combination of both. The Packers have really played well the last six, seven games of the season. Jordan Love, who I was very critical of early on in the season, the first half of the season, has really made a turn. He has looked really good uh, in his last several games. The Cowboys, on the other hand, I, I think they expected to win. I thought they were preparing for their next game in a sense. Hey, look, the Packers, we're at home. We just got to show up. And the Packers took it right to them. There was a spot you thought, hey, okay, Dallas can get back into it. Boom, pick six, Packers score again. It, it was incredible to sit and watch. As a Cowboys fan, you have to just be heartbroken. I mean, here it is again, one and done. Dak was supposed to be your savior from all the Tony Romo one and done years. And now you look at the two going, you know, Dak Prescott, not a whole lot different than Tony Romo, both very good quarterbacks, but neither one could win in the postseason. And uh, Cowboys are done, and honestly, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And, and it, that brings <laughs> us all the way back to the big thing was co head coach Mike McCarthy, who did win a Super Bowl uh, with the Green Bay Packers and the greatest quarterback in the game at the time, a little man named Aaron Rodgers. Right. And Mike McCarthy can coach him up and can get him 10, 12, 13 wins, get him into the playoffs, and then womp, womp. And so the talk became, would owner Jerry Jones keep him? They have retained Coach Mike McCarthy. So I have a two-parter question. I'm going to give you my answers first. Part one is, are you surprised at that decision? And part two is, was it the right move? And, and my answer is, I was stunned. I was convinced they were going to move past Mike McCarthy, especially because there are so many potentially big-name, great coaches that are out there. Because that's one of the things. You don't get rid of your coach in this example unless you have a better choice. There's a lot of better choices out there. And the second answer is, it's a terrible move. What do you think? 
What was that second part? The uh, what? The, the second. So it's, are you surprised they did it? And the second part is, was it the right decision? Which I don't think it was. Uh, no, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, anybody who's going to coach the Dallas Cowboys has got to be pretty much a yes man for Jerry Jones. He's the one who calls the shots. He's the owner. He's the GM. He makes all the personnel decisions. And I think that's a tough spot for, say, a Harbaugh or a Belichick or anyone to walk into because they want to have total control of the team. And we know the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is never going to have total control of the team. Would I have gotten rid of him? Yes. Was I surprised? No. And was it the right move to keep him? I wanted to see Belichick go there Mm -hmm. and work with Jerry Jones, have Jones step back a little bit and, and allow Belichick to do what he does. It's a very talented roster. I would have loved to have seen that. But again, at the end of the day, even if the Cowboys had then had success and let's say they went out and won two Super Bowls in the next four years, I just see a repeat of the Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones fiasco of where Jerry wants the credit. He doesn't get it. Belichick gets the credit and their time together would be short-lived as well. So, Last one on this, Steve. Do you agree with me that Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, has to win the Super Bowl next year to keep his job? No, because I think it still comes down to that. Yes, man, the question you ask, you have to have somebody better to replace. McCarthy's a pretty good coach. I'm not going to say he's a bad coach. He's a pretty good coach. And he's willing to be a yes man. That's why we saw Jason Garrett there for so many years when we kept saying, come on, you got to move on from him. You have to keep that part into consideration is, are you going to be able to get a better yes man than you currently have? And I'm not sure you are. As you mentioned, uh, that ends the uh, juicy Bill Belichick to Dallas rumors. And it brings us to the two biggest names that are hanging out there. Former New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick, who's just, I forget offhand, uh, 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 16 and so wins away from the all-time record of, of Don Shula's wins. He wants to be, get back in the league and, and break that record. And, of course, Jim Harbaugh. They have both interviewed with the L.A. Chargers and the Atlanta Falcons. So here's my thing, Steve. I, I would love to see either one of them uh, with the Chargers because you have Justin Herbert. You have a built-in superstar quarterback. I think you and I both think he has been misused. I know you and I both think former Charger coach Brandon Staley was 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 garbage. My other question, or my other comment in there is, Steve, why would either one of these guys want the Falcons job? That is a mess of a project. Well, I don't, I don't see Harbaugh going to the Falcons at all. But first of all, I, I think you got to look at the bigger picture and you're going to interview with the Falcons because you want to show there's interest in you in order to be able to drive up the price for whichever team you end up going to. So I think the Falcons were more of a ploy, especially for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I think the Falcons might be Belichick's only spot. And I'm just, you know, Rob, you're a big sports fan. If you're an owner, I mean, first of all, you're going to want a head coach that's going to develop a culture and make your team strong for many years. Belichick's up in age. Is he really going to be able to commit to your team like, say, 10, 12, 15 years? Because if you grab a great coach, that's what you want to see happen with, say, a Tomlin with Pittsburgh with 17 years, a Sean Payton with the Saints. You want to get a head coach who's going to be there and instill that winning you know, formula in your franchise for several years, not just a few years. And so to me, a team that's serious – just really isn't going to look at a Belichick because I don't think he gives you more than three, four 
I don't even think he gets to five years, and is he really going to be able to instill a winning culture in that short a time? Plus, I still question he wants to come back, he wants to coach, but is it because he wants to coach, or is it because he wants to become the all-time winningest head coach in the NFL so he's chasing his own personal records as opposed to doing what's best for the team? And those are things, if I'm an owner, is why I would lean against of Belichick because I want a person who's a young, excellent head coach that could build my program for years to come, not just a couple of years. Now, Steve, I think we've talked over the years, and I think we agree, this this is my, and I think you've said it to yours, favorite weekend of the season. Four games. A lot of people say it's next weekend, but I don't, eh. I mean, next week's great. You find out who's going to the Super Bowl. But this weekend, it's four games. You've weeded out the trash uh, and, and, and is, is that right? Don't you love this weekend? I do. This is my favorite weekend, although I'm not sure we fully weeded out the trash, but I think with what we have, <laughs> that's fair. you know, it's, it's still going to be a, a excellent weekend. I, I'm always excited about this weekend and my other, my all time favorite time of the year is the March madness rolling into because it got the college basketball finishing up the season with the tournament which then rolls into the start of the baseball season which then means warmer weather heading towards Uh, summer uh, but this is my second favorite even ahead of the super bowl everything else this is my second favorite time of the year right now i think you've literally nauseated dawn um so steve you and i both uh, are, are have a have a man crush on the houston texans uh head coach D'Amico ryan's Quarterback C.J. Stroud, um, it, it, they're just—they're an amazing story. D'Amico Ryan should be coach of the year, don't you think? I think he's got to be up there. Um, what what Lafleur has done with the Packers is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still a Lions fan, and knowing the Lions' history and everything that went on there, I, I think Dan Campbell's got to get a little look. And uh, uh, in Cleveland, their coach—I mean, they went through four quarterbacks. Good point. They made the playoffs. They ended up getting beat. But Stefanik in uh, in Cleveland's got to get a look as well. But I, I think of all of it, I would probably give it to D'Amico Ryans just because Houston was going into the season one of the three worst teams in the NFL, and here we are in divisional playoff round, and they're still playing. Okay, so maybe this is a question for another time, but we kind of touched on this when it was bad radio, and Kyle and Brandon having a conversation – and um, because the Kings were getting some award, but they're not even champions or whatever. The, and I was, the beam. Just, I was just trying to understand because I don't watch all your sporty sports stuff. How can someone like in this example, get coach of the year? And let's say his team doesn't even win the Super Bowl. How, how does it not go to the guy whose team actually won the Super Bowl? So I'll give the quick answer. I, and you, Steve, you can tell me if you agree with this. First of all, they 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 vote. Before the postseason, they've already voted, so because they don't base coach of the year on what happens after the regular season. Why? That, that's just how it is in all the sports. That's that's just how it is. Secondly, let's say Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers takes them to the Super Bowl and they win. That's what he should do with that kind of talent. Yeah, he's a great coach. But, but you take you take D'Amico Ryan's, mm-hmm. and as Steve said. The Texans were supposed to be one of the three worst teams of the year. They're in the playoffs, the second round. But of the isn't playoffs. that also what he's supposed to do? Take his no, team to the playoffs? No, no. This was he had. He was like, you got two, three years okay. to build this team up, Steve. Okay. I'm you, just trying to understand the, the sports world. No, and that's good because there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of like, listeners that are like, oh my why? God, Rob and Steve. What would, would you, anything you would add to the, the answer, Steve? Uh, 
No, not really. I mean, what you did was summed it up. It's kind of like the most improved award, Don. Going into the season, the team had no expectation. What coach greatly exceeded the expectations for that team during that year? That's better. But they're not given that. I, I can get on board to most improved. I think those are wonderful awards, actually, that kids will get or people so they know. But that's the award you guys name it the best. That, well, this is like, why how are you the best. I, I think Steve, Steve just nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It, what okay. what coach outperformed the expectations? That that's why Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings won it last year in basketball. So, Steve, my question for the for the first game tomorrow, one thirty on ESPN or ABC, is: Do the Texans have a chance to beat the Baltimore Ravens, widely believed to want to be one of the three best teams in the AFC in Baltimore? Do, do they have a puncher's chance? I, I'm hoping they do. It, the weather is going to be cold. The Ravens are a nine and a half point favorite here. You know, I love watching CJ Stroud. He's one of my favorite young quarterbacks to watch. The Ravens, though, are really talented. The Texans' run defense is very good, so I'm hoping that can slow down the Ravens a bit. But in the end of the day, I think the Ravens are too talented. I'm hoping the Texans can keep it close. But this is one of those games that I could see the, the Ravens get up early, the cold weather, and the Texans kind of say, hey, look, it was great to be here, but, you know, let's get warm and get inside, and and uh, they don't really keep it close. Did you say the Ravens are a nine-point favorite? Nine-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, this is the part that's kind of strange with this line. They met week one. Uh, the Texans, Ravens, and at that time, the Texans were considered one of the three worst teams in the NFL. And I believe the line on that week was nine. So this is slightly higher. And we know the Texans are much better. So I think it's kind of a reflection that everyone just thinks the Ravens could be the best team in the NFL. In the NFL, I'll give you the AFC, but let's talk about the best team in the NFL. That's tomorrow night's game um, with the uh, Green Bay Packers at the Niners. I, Steve, I've got one my, my my logical sports fan mind has the ability to look at it and go, the Niners are stacked. They've had two weeks off. They're, they're, the, they're, they're one of the two best teams in the NFL. My concern as a, as a, as a 49er sports fan is this. The, the part of why I believe the Packers destroyed the, the uh, Cowboys last week is the same thing that concerns me about tomorrow night. They've got nothing to lose. At all. No expectation. Nobody believes the Packers are going to win. <laughs> oh, and Jordan Love, has, their quarterback, has been on fire for the last six weeks. Is that a legitimate concern of mine? A absolutely. They're playing with house money. Nobody expecting them to be in the playoffs, let alone playing in the divisional round. Oh, they are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog in this game. <laughs> Jordan Love is playing great the second half. And keep in, weather, there's, keep in mind, there's supposed to be weather tomorrow. I believe it's supposed to rain during the day. Yep. Hopefully it will clear up, you know, later on in the day. But you got to feel that that's going to cause for a, you know, very soggy field. The Packers have been really running the ball well the last part of the season. But on the other side, the Niners had a week off. They're fully rested. McCaffrey's a full go. This is a really talented team. As long as Brock Purdy doesn't turn the ball over, uh, I, I just I think the 49ers are a much better team. I believe the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. And but you know, those are the things that could sneak up here. I don't think the 49ers are looking past anyone because they win this game. They play the Bucks or the Lions. It's not like a huge revenge game where they got the Cowboys or something like that. So I can't see them 
overlooking, you know, the Packers in this game either. But uh, I think the Niners take care of business. They get it done. I'm just hoping the weather, and if it's raining, doesn't mess with the true outcome of the game uh, by allowing a sloppy field and the Packers run game to take over. Now, Steve, you are a Detroit Lions fan. I, I haven't been able to actually talk to you since uh, since their big win and what was an electric uh, Ford field uh, last weekend. How, how how did that feel for you? Uh, it, it was it was fantastic. I mean, my phone was blowing up with people texting me, just being how long it is. And and you know, one of the things I, I said to my wife is, "Do you realize that this is the first playoff win?" Since we've been married, and we've been married for 32 years, we were engaged the last time the Lions won in the playoffs. And I'm like, this is the first playoff win since we've been married. And, uh, you know, it's just, it it was incredible. Uh, And I I loved every moment of it. Although late in the game, I did feel the Rams were going to kick the field goal to win. And there was a blown call there. You know, I like to believe I'm, I'm neutral in this. You know, there was holding on the Lions. They did not call. But for me, it made up for it because right before halftime, they called a really bogus, you know, movement by the Lions line, which nobody did. It was offsides of the Rams, which would have put, you know, given the Lions a first down and being in field goal range, they ended up having a punt. So I thought there was two really bad calls in that game won against both teams, but I'm very thankful that the Lions ended up on the winning side. I, I was thinking of you the whole time in the, the second half of that fourth quarter because I kept thinking, oh, my God, the Rams are going to do it. The, and I was I was wondering what your mindset was. Like, were you resolved to, here we go, the Lions are going to screw me again. It had to be until the end of the game when you finally exhaled, I assume. Uh, absolutely, and and yes, Rob, you were one hundred percent correct. I was sitting there in the second half and in the fourth quarter, going, "Here we go again." I cannot believe it. You know, I get my hopes up. I think we have a chance, and here it is: Rams are going to kick the field goal and beat me yet again. Now, my perception, and I could be wrong, but my perception of when you've talked about the owners of the Lions, it seems that they would be the only ones bummed right now because the way you've described them is like they don't care if their team wins. Uh, I believe there's a lot of truth to that because as your team wins, players want more money. And I wholeheartedly believe the Ford family runs this for their personal income, for their expenses. And what I mean by that is all the teams have revenue sharing and the Lions every year pocket 20, 25 million from the, you know, the revenue sharing portion of that, which I believe, and again, I'm speculating, I believe the Ford family uses that towards their yearly expenses as opposed to reinvesting in in the Lions. So I think their ownership is more of a luxury and something to have. (laughs) They're not serious owners who want to actually win. Now, by the way, tickets for Sunday's game between the Lions and Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Detroit have skyrocketed on the resale market. And of the four games have the highest average ticket price of any of the four playoff games this weekend. Damn. For tomorrow's game between the Texans and Ravens, the average price resale market, $427 per ticket. Whoa. For the Niners game, the average price, $612. Ah, one ticket? For yeah. Sunday's primetime game, like the the game, that's the lowest average, $408. And for Sunday's Lions game, average price, $1,080 per ticket Damn. on the on the resale market. I know, Steve, we've talked before. Jeez. We both prefer football at home, but 
if you had the opportunity, the means and all that, we, as the Lions keep going, would you would you pay to go? I I don't believe I would. I, I just I, I'm not a huge fan. I I love going to games, but it's not to watch the game. It's for the atmosphere. It's for the tailgating, etc. Right. Um, it's not the actual game because if you really want to watch the game, I can watch it on TV. And I know oh you don't get the excitement of the crowd and be. Believe me, I get plenty of excited watching a football game in my in my living room and being comfortable eating the food that I choose without paying big prices. So I, I get the idea for those who want to go, but I would still rather watch it in my game, in my house. So tell us about the official line spread X's and O's for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is Sunday at noon on NBC at your Detroit Lions. Yeah, right now the Lions are a six-and-a-half-point favorite here. Tampa Bay with a Big win last week against the Eagles, but were they that good, or was it the Eagles team that just collapsed Ugh. at the end of the season? But Baker Mayfield's playing well. The problem with the Buccaneers is they can't run the ball at all. Detroit's got a pretty good run defense, but Detroit's secondary is awful. So if you're going to beat the Lions, you got to be able to pass the ball. That's what the Buccaneers can do. My fear for the Lions in this game, because I really do believe the Lions are a better team here, uh, but. It was such an emotional win for the Lions. As I said, their first win, you know, it, since before I was married, is do they have a letdown here because of that huge emotional win that they're just not ready to play this game? I'm hoping that's not the case. But on paper and everything, the Lions are the better team. They should be able to run the ball, even though the Buccaneers' defense is pretty good. I still think that they should be able to pass. So I think the Lions should be able to do pretty much what they like in this game. No. If I had to look at it from a betting perspective, I like the under. I think both defenses are going to do a better job at slowing down the opponent's offense. But uh, I'm just hoping the Lions don't have that letdown that you get after such a huge emotional win. Now the, the, the headline for Rad Radio, Steve, is if things go the way you and I both believe they're going to go and they should go, the Niners win tomorrow, the Lions win Sunday. Our two teams, the <gasps> Lions and the Niners, will play next weekend. What? Each Whoa. other? Each other with oh. one of them going to the Super Bowl. Nice. What the holy hell? Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. It, but I mean, for you, Steve, it would be amazing just to have them in the championship game. For you and I, it would be fun. Although, if I know you well enough as a self-loathing Lion fan, <laughs> you, you would think that, that if the Lions win Sunday, that's the end of their season. Uh, yeah, that, that is the end of their season. I would ask you, when was the last time the Lions won in San Francisco? And uh, it's been a long, long time. Oh. Uh, I, and, and again, I'm, I'm speculating off the top of my head here. I think they haven't won in San Francisco since like the 60s or something insane like that. Whoa. So, what? But oh. even if they lose there, I, I, the Lions have still had a fantastic season. I'm hoping they win this Sunday. But again, after such an emotional win, I, I'm not fully satisfied in their season. I want to see them win again, but I'll be honest with you. If they get beat by the Buccaneers, I'll be disappointed, but I'll still be very happy that they had the season they had and they won last week. So I would not be devastated in any way if they ended up losing on Sunday. See, this, this is an emotional thing for me. As a Niner fan, I should want the Lions to lose because there's no way the Buccaneers are marching into Levi's Stadium and beating the Niners. <laughs> the Lions are the best. But I want you and I to be able to sit there and text back and forth next weekend until, like, 
the halfway through the first quarter oh. when the Niners are up 27 to nothing. I would love for that to happen, and we're into the fourth quarter, oh. and then there's a really bad call against the Lions, which allows the 49ers to win, because I would love to see that text exchange with my – the Lions just got screwed. Oh, no, they didn't. What are you talking about? That was a clean hit 40 seconds before the ball got there. Come on. What are you whining about? I'd love to see that text exchange. That is what we do. All right, Steve, in the interest of time, we're just getting right to it. Uh, tell us about the Sunday game, 3.30 on CBS. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Bills two-and-a-half-point favorites here. Weather is going to be a factor. It's going to be very cold. You know, from the Bills' standpoint, if they're ever going to beat the Chiefs, this is the time to do it. The Chiefs' the offense is not explosive like we've known in the past. They're dropping balls. The Chiefs' defense is really good. But if the Bills were ever going to win, this is the day to do it. I'm just not sure they are. And a amazing stat out there, and I'm sure everybody already knows it, this is the first road game in the playoffs that Patrick Mahomes will ever play. Every prior playoff game he's played has been at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. So it's his first one on the road, and I'd love to see the Bills finally beat the Chiefs. Uh, And, Steve, I have one question because I've heard this talked about a lot. You mentioned that the, the, quote, weather is going to be a factor. Is it a factor when you have two cold-weather teams? Doesn't that cancel it out? Yeah, but when you're talking snow and everything else, you know, weird things can happen. And and I saw a thing this morning that says Buffalo's looking for people to help shovel out the stadium again, again for this wow. weekend. And, and that's just, you know, that's where it falls into. Yes, they're two cold-weather teams. They should be able to adjust. But when you get really cold temperatures and, you know, if snow falls on top of it, you know, all things are wide open at that point. Your game plan's out the door. Giggity. I saw video footage of the last game that, that they were doing this. The Buffalo game with yeah, the, the yeah, snow and, everywhere. And I wanted to be a part of it. So I'm not even a Buffalo's fan. I'm like, I wish we lived there. I would go join them. This looks fun. Steve, uh, have a great weekend. Keep your cell phone with you at all times. I'll be glued to the sofa. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and uh, we will talk on Monday. Thank you and enjoy the weekend. And I'm really hoping this divisional playoff round lives up to my expectations. All right, that is Steve Mickelson hey, from MixPicks.com. Two K's in Mix, two K's in Picks, MixPicks.com. And starting on Monday, the MixPicks Sports Show on Rad Radio and Rad TV, rather, uh, at members.radradio.com and in Sacramento on 1047 FM, 890 AM. Let's play Travel Trouble right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday. April 27th. We'll give you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song, and you win. Call her 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title, <laughs> the droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. 
couple emails that are related to one another. Uh, R-A-D at radradio.com. Uh, we have met uh, the Cherie family. Uh, they were all at Brina Palooza the Saturday before uh, Thanksgiving, uh, including uh, Mama Bear Teddy, uh, crazy-ass mama. Uh, and uh, uh, let's see, this is from John. Hey, John. Says, I would be honored if you all would do a birthday shout-out to my amazing wife, Cherie. Oh. She seriously is a one-of-a-kind. I can't thank her enough for everything she does between her nail business and residential cleaning business. Wow. Yeah. There's a dichotomy. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do nails, and now I'm going to go scrub poo. <laughs> nice. She has the time to keep this little family of ours on point. I am truly blessed for this woman. Aww. I know she loves every one of you. She loves it when Rob reads her emails. And then when I get home, we'll listen back because most days I'm not able to listen. And she bakes him. <laughs> John! John, sit. No, you cannot change. You sit down and you listen to Rob read my emails. Why is she elderly? <laughs> no, no, she's just uh, uh, bitchy. Oh, that's your Indian voice. Typical, yeah. That's that's the voice Look, you all hear. Yeah, we we for women. Again, I want to be very clear. We've met Cherie. She's she's a doll. But, but we all have that voice. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Shrill. <laughs> oh, oh! I asked you seven seconds ago, and the garbage still hasn't been taken out. Oh. Okay, I see. Yeah, more like twenty minutes ago. Uh, See? Yeah. See? You heard the voice in the exact same tone, right? <laughs> More like 20 minutes ago. Uh, oh, my God. Cheers to my wife, Cherie, says John. And then uh, uh, the aforementioned Teddy, she signed it, the crazy-ass mama. This Sunday is Cherie's birthday, and I want to ask if you can do it. That's what she wrote. I've been rehearsing all morning to get that right. Is it? Is it? She is a crazy-ass mom. Oh, my gosh. This Sunday is Cherie's birthday, and I want to ask if you can do a shout-out for her. She doesn't want to do anything this weekend, but watch the playoffs. I understand as well, as I will be watching, too. Go Niners. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. Let's get to Treble Trouble. Treble Trouble Trouble Trouble. I asked you to take out the Why are these boxes still sitting at the top of the stairs, Rob? Shouldn't they be in the garage to go to the dumpster? Don't forget to break them down and put them in the big blue bin. you were only asked two months ago. <sighs> We've got a pair of t- two months. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you actually. No, there are times that happens with you boys. Well, I, no. I, I, can, <laughs> yes. I can personally vouch for William's Manor the last two months we have. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. There's a suitcase, see, an empty happened. suitcase that's at the top of the stairs that's still there. What else am I going to build my fort with? We've got uh, tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at Reno Event Center on Saturday, April oh, 27th. Man. Daniel, you'll call her 18. Good morning. Good morning. You'll guess first if you know the song title, you win. If not, we'll go to Bill. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Hi, Bill. And Alex, your color 20. Hello, anybody. Hello. Hello. We are looking for an alternative rock song from 2000. Kyle's note on my cheat sheet is the, yikes, this song is garbage. (laughs) It's an alternative rock song from 2000. Daniel, do you have terrible taste in music and you know what that is? I couldn't even hear it, to be honest. What about you, Bill? I couldn't understand it either. No, you did. You couldn't understand it. That's fine, but (laughs) you could hear it. (laughs) Alex? Oh, no. 
Mr. Blue Eyes. At least, at least Alex manned up and didn't whine and say, turned into the bitch we were parodying early. Now, Kyle, I'll ask some questions here. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of the, the, the artist Blue October? Yeah, I've even met the lead singer a few oh, times. Okay. What, but, why, why? How? For, why? How? Like, like within radio? Or yeah, what? yeah, the radio career. I've gone to concerts, helped work behind the scenes, got to meet him. Do they have any good songs? Yeah, they do. They oh. have Into the Ocean. They have... Um, the oh, they did Into the Ocean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, So and then no, they also I have... Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Put well, me the, on the spot. Why did they put, put... If they can do that, how can they do this horrible song? You know, you're asking me the same thing i <laughs> i thought the same thing i listened to it and i was like oh this will be a, a song like like i haven't heard this one let's play it and i was like oh this is trash this would be perfect for treble treble so it's blue october is the group and the name of the song is james slaps though <laughs> not as bad as i expected but bad yeah so the, the lead singer he he did have a, a substance abuse problem back in the day oh and so either the music turned out really good or obviously it turned out really bad <laughs> where he was uh yeah. we've got the seinfeld tickets again on monday morning at 7 8 and 9 a.m rob anybody and dawn the rob anybody and dawn show Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year, so good lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. We got this uh, email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Becky. Hi, Becky. Says, I'd like to get a birthday shout out for my son, Henry, who turns into a man today at the age of eight. That is correct. Oh. Eight years old is the age of reason. Oh. <laughs> he should get a pocket knife and a BB gun for his birthday. Yes! You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> Uh, he is disappointed that the 49ers are not playing on his birthday today because that would make his day so much better. Aww. But he respects you, Rob, and his eyes lit up at the thought of a happy birthday from you. So please make Henry's day and wish Aww. him a happy birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. Plus, Henry, you got a good old school man's name. You don't meet a lot of Henry's. True. Henry's yeah, I love that. Stand Henry. out. Uh, all right, we got this uh, question from Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, beginning Monday morning, 10 a.m. every day, five days a week, the Mixed Pick Sports Show, Steve Mickelson and I will be live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 8.90 a.m. But Chris wants to know about one other place. Brandon, you're going to need to help me out on this one. I got you. Sorry if this has been covered and I missed it. Me too, Chris. Will the show be broadcast on the Rad Radio app as well? Yes, everything that you hear on 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento is the exact same thing that you hear on the Rad Radio app. So you the exact will, same thing? Yeah. Yes. Well, except for commercials. Okay. When we break wow. for commercials, you might get you you will get more local commercials for specifically that uh, our radio station is sold for. But other than that, the content is gonna is exactly the same. So because of that, you will hear the mixed pick sports show on the app as well. So for so for people in Reno. 
because Rock 104.5, they have their own their own format. They go into rock music at, at 10 a.m. Uh, but 1047 FM and 890 AM, we are the format. It's all rad all the time, which all horrifies Don. Yeah, I mean, that's just, insane. Um, like, all the time. So if, if uh, so, anyone in Reno who wants to hear the sports show every day, they can just use our, our app, our free app. Absolutely. All and right. it will be posted Wait, as... So, did you say absolutely? Absolutely. <laughs> I did. And it, if you can't listen to it live, it will be posted as a podcast, as usual, the following morning. All right, here we go. We got an email from a Brian. Oh, come on. Hi, Brian. Kind of applies what we were just talking about. It says, I'm hearing ads on the Rad Radio app and on 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento about the Diamond Gold Vault in Sacramento. Stupid question to what is likely an obvious answer. I am a Brian after all. <laughs> but is the Diamond Gold Vault part of the Diamond Vault in Reno? Yes. Um, back to pulling things behind the curtain. With me being out ill... Brandon was working his ass off to do everything he could to do everything. And one of the things we had to do was to uh, get certain commercials and spots uh, recorded and, and on the air, and Brandon did a yeoman's job. It, there'll be a, there'll be a, yeah, yeah, look it up. It's okay. a, it's a compliment. Oh, good. Um, it's it's, it's old timey. There'll Ooh. be a, uh, there'll be a, there'll be a new commercial <laughs> running uh, at, early next week at the latest uh, that makes it more clear. Uh, because Brandon just did what he did, but the, the the new commercial will be Dawn and I talking about our 15 year relationship with uh, Ed Hatterty and the Diamond Vault in Reno, and that yes, and by the way, Ed was in Sacramento before, and now the Diamond Gold Vault is back. So all of you Sacramento listeners that have heard heard me in particular raving about the Diamond Vault in Reno, you don't have to drive over the hill anymore. There, the Diamond Gold Vault is in. Uh, is in Sacramento. Uh, it is part of the Diamond Vault family. And then you get gold. Yes. Yeah. They decided just to, that was the that's the original name of the original store. Yeah. I kind of had the same thing. I didn't say anything to Ed. I was like, you sure you should keep the gold in there? But it's nostalgic and all sure, that. Do they yeah. buy and sell gold by itself? Like if you come in there yeah. with gold, will they buy? Oh, well, they buy and sell diamonds specifically. Okay. I don't know about like how much it branches out into all other gems. Like gold and nuggets. I, I I know Ed. Uh, Ed and I are pals. I I don't think he would say no to any type of business transaction, probably. But I'm I'm speaking out my butt. You know how you see certain I can't even think of the actors' names, but they're really old. You'll see them on the news. Buy gold. Gold where it's well, at. Right, and then the, but there's the competing thing. <laughs> now it's silver. Yeah, yeah gold. Yeah, who can afford that? Universe where it's at. now it's moonshine. By, yeah. uh, Best in Moonshine. Next year it'll be gold, eh, silver, <laughs> eh, buy aluminum. <laughs> um, oh, now we got this email from Josh. Uh, we're giving away uh, Jerry Seinfeld tickets for the show in Reno in April, uh, and we'll do so again on Monday morning at seven, eight, and nine a.m. This is uh, this is instructive, uh, a teachable moment. Every every couple months we have to remind people about things like this. Josh wrote in and said, "Damn it, I called and I called to try to get through to play Tribal Trouble for the Seinfeld tickets, but I kept getting a busy signal." I almost gave up, but I decided, I decided to give it one more try. When the call connected, I heard the ringing. I got excited. Then I heard the phone screener greet me and tell me I was one of the callers that got to play. <laughs> I got so excited. I went to put myself off speakerphone because that's one of the instructions we give them, right, Brando? Correct. Get off the speakerphone, listen to your phone, and turn your radio down. Then the unimaginable happened. To my ex in my excitement to play, I accidentally ended the call. No. Oops. Sorry, Josh. Take Josh. your time. 
Take your time. Once once oh. you've been told you're one of the callers, you've got a couple minutes, which is an eternity. Be very careful where your hands are going. This is when you wish, you know, like when you click back, you skip out of a page, but you can just click back. Like, is there a click back? Can I just get back on there? Ah! Uh, this one is from uh, Allie. Hey, Allie. I wanted to thank Rob for making me look very smart at our work holiday party. I organized a party where we had to make some games for entertainment. Oh, God. Even made worse. It's a work party and you have to play games. I volunteered to make a Holly Holiday trivia quiz. (laughs) I put together multiple questions along with fun tidbits of information about the questions to keep it entertaining. Now, before you make fun of me for being boring... (laughs) This is a whole group of college professors, so this was right up their alley. Oh, no. Ooh, a college professor work Man, party. Man, this has gotten way worse. All ugly sweaters made out of tweed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And they all lift their pinkies up when they drink. Yeah. It was only coffee uh, served. Decaf. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. Yeah, Dawn lost me with the pinky up thing. Yeah, yeah. that's like that, that's for hoity toity. Yeah, but that's how I view these college professor no, people. No. You know, like oh, all elitist and whatnot. No, no. They smoke oh, oh, pipes. Oh, they're elitist. Yes, but, they smoke pipes. But they're not elitist. Uh, uh, pinky pointers. Mm-mm. No, the, yeah. pinky pointers has nothing to do with being elitist. Mm. That's a but whole. Whatever. That's a whole high society. Well, you would know. You're in that world. Thank you, Dawn. <laughs> Allie says, everyone loves my quiz. I ran it just like Rob runs the quizzes on the show. Two points without options, one point with options and multiple choice. Everyone had a great time. Did you have sound effects? <laughs> Did you have an insane woman getting so angry and saying things like Sons of a, son of a mother's bitch when she oh couldn't get the God. answer right and stretching the party into 2 a.m. because she wouldn't answer? the easier questions. Oh my God. The dean was super impressed with me. So thank you so much, Rob, for making me look smart. You're very welcome. That's oh, why I'm dean. here. That's the head of the college. No, I know. Yes, yes, it is actually a big deal to her. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Very much. Yay. What does a dean do, like, besides expel students? He's like the principal of a college, right? Or she. He, he, runs, yeah. the, or she. he runs the college. Okay. <laughs> if it's a she, she goes before Congress and makes anti-Semitic remarks. Oh, Lord. Man. <laughs> that is Gosh, what we call a topicality. Oh, boy. Wow. Oof. Uh, this one is from Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Uh, during uh, during Kyle's segment, yes, Kyle had a segment this Yay, morning. Yeah, Kyle! Thank you. Uh, he chose to do a uh, Dr. Rob letter, and it was from another Kyle, who uh, at 33 uh, has kind of lost his way, 14 years of, uh, of addiction battle. We found out later he's three years sober. Lovely. He's got four kids. Uh, he, he mentioned in the, the email that Kyle read that he... He did, just didn't want to be a janitor his whole life, although we found out later he's going to be a something mechanical, mechanical thing. Mechanical technician Which, of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Which we also said it's okay if you are a janitor your whole life. And that's kind of what Nicole's talking about, sort of. She says, uh, regarding the Dr. Rob letter from today, thank you all for stating that maybe the letter writer's kids could be his passion. Yes. I struggle daily with finding my quote-unquote passion in the workplace. I'm always employed with high-level, good-paying jobs, but there's no passion in any of it. I think parents sometimes struggle with this feeling, and it's nice to hear that it's okay if your passion is just being a parent. Yes. And raising your little crotch goblin. So, again, thank you all. I have friends, their their career, even though it's a career, it's not their passion. 
So they they have hobbies that are their passions. It's just how they make money is off this whatever their career is that they've happened to be good at, and they're fine with that because they're able to get their joy and happiness from their hobbies. Let's get to when Rob's change. We do it every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. It is a mega bucket with all of the clues written by Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator. We have had five guesses and five clues. Michelle's doing that thing where she just says weird words, and eventually. <laughs> They'll lead you somewhere or to someone or I don't know, and you'll go, oh, that's who or what she's talking about. And then after you get that far, you got to go, what the hell does that have to do with numbers? <laughs> so uh, phone number is 888-989-9811. If you have somehow figured out the amount, you will win it. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Scott. Hi, Scott. We were talking about the uh, Dr. Rob letter from uh, earlier this morning during Kyle's segment. Uh, and then uh, I think it was Heather just wrote in and said, uh, thanks for saying it's okay that your kids are your passion. Yeah. Uh, so it, the whole thing, and then and then later on, like in the middle of the show, somebody else wrote in just about confidence. Uh, uh, Dan, Danny. Uh, she, she has no confidence at work. She goes in and out of confidence in, in life, and she was asking about how do you get it and things like that. And so Scott wrote in and said, about self-confidence, I just wanted to share what I do to help build my self-confidence, which during that, that, the, the early parts of Kyle's answer on that, he, he, made a, he made a comment that to me made it sound like he was demeaning, like using music or, or a song or something. Like, oh, I know it sounds stupid. And no, whatever works, right? Um, Scott says, as Dawn mentioned, negative self-talk and negative thoughts will really tear into you if you allow it to continue. I find that writing positive affirmations on my mirror helps me. And tell yourself that you are love and worthy of it. Also, another thing that helps me is seeking out things that intimidate or frighten me and doing them anyways. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's uh, why Dawn's going to let 10-year-old no. Lily put a boa constrictor no. on her. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. I, oh, God. I have thought about this. I've thought about doing it with my fear spiders, but I don't know. I still can't bring myself to do it, just like Dawn with the snakes. Like, you, like do yeah. the fear factor thing where you're going right. to get into a tub with tarantulas? Okay, tarantulas probably be okay. It's more of like the poisonous spider, like the black widows oh, and well. things like that. Those are the ones I really can't deal I, with. I think it's probably a good thing that all of us are a little trepid about the poisonous spiders. Yes. <laughs> but okay, now that you bring that email up again, and I know we're we're going into a contest, but so it might be a, a longer conversation. A or not. contest. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Those little games. When rocks change. That's it. Uh, you can't call. Someone already did, I guess. But uh, anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what? When I think about it now, didn't she say that she feels her confidence has kept her from getting promotions? I think I think it was more like I don't know if it was getting a promotion or a demotion. I couldn't because she said I'm stuck in a, a desk yeah, job. Yeah, because like I, I I started thinking about that later. It hit me because I'm like, I, it could be also, and again, it's maybe it's a longer conversation. You're not doing something you necessarily like, because I know when I got into radio, as far as confidence went, I had zero, but I really liked what I was doing. So I still progressed within what I was doing, but I had no 
confidence is kind of like the both. It's weird how they can work together, but they do. Brandon says he will sometimes, you know, suffer with confidence or this or that, but he's excellent at what he does, and he's continued to be able to be promoted. So maybe the job's the problem. On the issue of intimidating or frightening things and doing them, Scott says, I recently started my own business, donated blood for the first time, and started going in the cold plunge pool at the oh, gym. Yeah. Nice. yeah, those damn things. Oh, oh my gosh. Amazing. All things that intimidated ah. me before. <laughs> <laughs> Growth is found in uncomfortability and not being afraid to be vulnerable and authentic to yourself. You have wonderful qualities. Remember that. Aww. Coming up uh, during our next commercial break on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Usually you see what's going on in the studios, but this time you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppies. What's coming up, Brando? Uh, I got my dog Walter in the house, yeah. uh, and he uh, he's still sleeping. <laughs> so it's going to be a very calm and peaceful canine cam. Uh <laughs> You can't bring your dog into our studio, but if you want to be part of the uh, Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam, uh, send us a recording horizontally, please. R-A-D at radradio.com. The best things in life aren't free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With Rose Change. That's what I want. With Rose Change. That's what I want. With Rose Change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With rough change. I'm sure this is not interesting, but I can't stop thinking about it. Do because it feels like it. Do I have spinach right here in my teeth? Do you see? I don't care if I, I just. It feels something there. So, it's, but I don't care if you visually see it. But I feel like I feel something there. You get, you'd have to pull your lip there. back further. Yeah. yeah the the okay. next one. The, the next, next tooth one? back, okay. I think. Yeah. All right, it is there. Okay. Time for what Dawn <laughs> calls one of our little contests, Winrops Change. Uh, caller 18. Hello, Libby. Hi. Hi. We've had uh, five clues uh, and five guesses. Now, Libby, don't say what it is if the answer is yes, but do you have any idea what M uh, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator uh, who's writing these clues, is doing or talking about? I do. Okay. All right. Well, give us a guess number six. Let's see if you just out, out of nowhere win the big buck. Buck. You're a chicken all of a sudden. A very expensive chicken. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Libby. $3,810.30. $3,810.30. You lose. Oh, man. <laughs> now, uh, clue number six. This is, and this does not in any way give anybody advantage or give anything away. Like, if you have an idea, this is the, the. Let's do it this way. If you don't have any idea what she's talking about yet, you'll just go, "Huh? Okay, I'll wait until it hits me. It'll hit me eventually." If you do think you know what Michelle's doing, this one is going to just blow your mind, which is good because you'll have the whole weekend to try to figure it out. Clue number six. Or should we go to Gary, Indiana? The sixth clue for the mega bucket is, or should we go to Gary, Indiana? Use the whole weekend, Google it, and see if you can figure something out. We'll play WinRob's Change again uh, Monday morning at 6.30. Uh, so uh, earlier this morning, uh, oh, was, oh uh, during Jokes from the Maggots, the last joke was what's more white trash than a 40-year-old grandmother and then a 40-year-old great-grandmother something like and then somebody wrote in and said my mom worked as a neonatal nurse for 40 years and once uh, once a year 
she'd meet a, I forget what it was, was it a, a 25-year-old grandmother or something yes. like that? And then one time it was a 39-year-old great-grandmother. Ah. Okay. So Sally wrote in and said, my mother-in-law became a grandma at 45. That was because her 27-year-old son, so she had him at 18, had a kid. Okay. She had my husband when she was 18. Everyone thought she was young, seeing as how she had two younger children who were in elementary school. But it just meant she had more energy to be a fun, loving grandma and still is. Our son loves going to her house every day after school. Just thought I'd share. That's so sweet. This one, not so much. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. It's from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I went to school with a girl who had a baby when she was in sixth grade. Oh, Oh, God. No. And another one a year later. Oh. I live in a bad neighborhood in Southern California, and needless to say, she wasn't any better in high school when she was caught in the parking lot having sex with a substitute teacher. Oh, my God. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. It's 2024, which is exactly what Rob pays me, $20.24 to read page after page of stupid sentences telling you to listen to this show. I'm literally blinking twice. Please help. And now back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Jen. Hi, Jen. Uh, Gary, Indiana, was mentioned in the previous segment. If you know, you know. Uh, And uh, she says, Rob, I've been to Gary, Indiana recently. The answer is no, don't go. Why? (laughs) Why? Gary, Indiana is one of those scary places in America. Really? Oh, it's haunted. No, not that kind of scary. That'd be okay. Dilapidated. Uh, It's a mess. Think if you watch this this, this show, Shameless, if you ever watch that, the, on the south sh- side of Chicago, that's where you would vacation if you lived in, oh. in, in Gary and Dave. It, wow. If, I mean, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, the what is that, doom scrolling? Mm-hmm. Look into Gary, Indiana. Oh. Hey, oh. if you're a uh, welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day, good morning. Here's a recap via emails from Working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's show, Graham. We're going to start with Michelle, the, uh, the pressure cooker calculator. It's okay, man. I've been there. There's too many peas. And she's also writing the clues for the mega bucket of WinRob's change. Uh, She keeps track of winners and losers for the pressure cooker by gender. She says, this is my first pressure cooker report of the new year. Spoiler alert, no one won the pressure cooker last week or this week. What? (laughs) (laughs) Idiots. Oh, no. She wrote that. I didn't say that. Did all these contestants get lobotomies for Christmas? No. Happy holidays. You're a useless moron now. Oh, boy. It's the gift that keeps on taking. (laughs) My favorite failure question so far was answered by Ethan last week. This must be when Brandon was running things. The question was, how many days are in February 2024? Mm -hmm. And what did Ethan say? 31. (laughs) 30 effing one. Der what now? (laughs) Really? Yeah. 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 Was he an idiot otherwise? Well, I just think oh, of yeah. the pressure. Yeah, he didn't do so. I don't remember really, specifically. Really, pressure makes you place. forget that February is 28 or 29. Okay, <laughs> I never. I wasn't here. <laughs> really? The only question Ethan got right was how many ghosts there are at the beginning of a Pac-Man game. That's right. Great yeah. life skills, dude. Oh. I'm sure you enjoy mouth breathing. Oh, no. <sighs> <sighs> I just can't with these people, she says. So here they are. 
your statistics for the pressure cooker winners and losers by gender since the start of the game in 2015. The men's all-time winning percentage is 42.07%. Losers! And the women's winning percentage is 35.61%. Yeah, yeah. It's losers. our year, 2024. <laughs> if you're thinking there's something wrong with your radio or the app or whatever, no, you heard that correctly. Dawn called the group of people winning losers. Yeah, yeah, they're just losers in general. Because they're men. (laughs) If you uh, watch us uh, live on the Rad TV at members.radradio.com, during the commercial breaks, you get a question of the day, and you email in your answers. We save them till the very end of the show, and then we read them. Brandon, what was today's question? What is something that is true that nobody agrees with you on? So when I first saw this question, I kind of tilted my head sideways. I'm like, what is he talking about? What What does that mean? And I suppose... It could be taken either way, right? It's something that you literally know as a fact mm-hmm. and no one else does. Right. Or it could be something that you have an opinion on that no one else agrees with you with. Correct. Like the fact that Batman Returns <laughs> is a holiday movie. Ah, yes. But yeah, nobody okay. agrees with you on that. That's different, though, because a lot of morons do agree with you on that. Right? They do. I, I saw over the holidays, oh, yeah. they were doing the list of the best Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Home Alones are on there because we all know it's a yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah, the, the, controversial, the controversial ones seem to be this Batman thingy or the Diehards. Yeah. And both of those were on there, and I just laughed. Those are like, oh, my gosh. In the top three. Yeah. So, so, so I guess one of mine would be that that I know it's a fact that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie, but nobody believes that, and that's fine. Yes. I, I've been I've been going through my entire life being right and being proven right, by the way, over and over again. You'll never be proven right with that one. Uh, well, if if it, 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 eh. well, it's weird because if, if, if you watch if, it, there's a maker. Is there's he, that's a, uh, when, when, this is what when you Jesus beat him, will tell you. Well, I was thinking, I, right. I was thinking you're going to wind up in front of the big guy. Oh, oh, oh Don, I love you, and you've been very loyal to my son and me. But I must tell you, Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. To hell you go. Could have been taken. Could have taken place anytime. Yeah, but if you watch Home Alone not during Christmas time, you're a weirdo. Like, you, yeah, you I, that's right. I I only watch it. At the holidays. That's it. Uh, so, uh, okay. Uh, uh, what's the question again, Randall? Uh, what is something that is true that nobody agrees with you on? So, uh, we'll start with Meg. Hey, Shut Meg. up, Meg. <laughs> and she says, something I know is true that no one else believes is that Dawn would be amazing in the invisible captain's chair of Rad Radio. No. The tangents, the insane giggling, the hugs over the airwaves. It would be fantastic. No. Dawn, give it a try. No, yeah. I, I, I really, I have zero desire to give it a try. Like, the desire is not there. If the desire, I, I love where I sit. <laughs> it's my favorite. And honestly, I do not want to host no. anything. And, and One of my girlfriends, she's like, in our afterlife, like when it's all said and done, we're old, we've stopped doing things we're doing, she's like, we should get a podcast together. I said, are you leading it? Because I have no right. desire to be that person that is leading a show. The 30-year broadcaster no. says, are you leading the yes, podcaster? Because- Miss, I've never broadcast anything. I've got a good podcast name for you. Oh, God. The Hen House. Yeah. <laughs> so... Once I started seeing the answers come in, I was like, "Oh, okay." See, I, the 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 opinion ones, I don't really care because honestly, you just you have to be back to the conference thing, resolved in what you believe. I do not care that no one agrees with me that Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me. I don't get upset. I don't get angry about it. What I do get angry about, 
or provable factual oh. things or things that have happened. I'll only give you a couple because I could do a whole show on this. And, and they're not exactly uplifting. They're just the first two that came to my mind. You remember what started all the school, sh- school shootings, the uh, Columbine massacre? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was never a trench coat mafia. Never. It was all made up, manufactured by the media. There, there were not a bunch of kids going around in trench coats. Never existed. And you still hear more. They, they make documentaries called the Trench Coat Mafia. And they don't explain. Never happened. Another one. Hands up, don't shoot. Didn't happen. Uh, I'm married to a black woman. Don't start with me. It just, it didn't happen. Great slogan, I guess. Go ahead, use it. But it did not happen. Those are the things that really, I mean, I've been known to have to walk away. You know, find it in myself go, okay, thank you. And just. Yeah, things that people will not believe in that is like calm. I understand the other, I mean, uh, religion. My God, of course, you can fight about that all day. But like. Just anything. People that deny that there was a Holocaust. Oh, God. Stuff like that that is just common knowledge. You're like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Similar to my list, but not quite as dark. We got this from (laughs) Carly. Hey, Carly. She says, the thing I know to be true that nobody else believes, which, by the way, Carly, no, no, I know know you're right. I've I've reported it many times. That's probably where you learned it. You're just taking credit for it. That's okay. The thing I know to be true that nobody else believes is that recycling is a farce. Recycling produces more carbon emissions than creating brand new products and is not cost effective. Exactly. That's that's completely provably true. Don't give tip tip. It's the end of the show no, on a I, Friday. No, 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 but I even think that over over vacation, oh, I should have printed it and, and framed it. Uh, my God, made cards out of it and handed it out, but I'm, I'm not that much of someone who's like really got to, uh, you know, give it to people. But it was about how all of this fake meat and all this stuff that they're making Ugh. is so awful on the environment. <laughs> like, you could have just stopped more, it so awful. Yeah, worse more than like what they think the cows are doing, and I just died laughing. Uh, Jessica wrote in and said something that is true, and she's right on this as well, that nobody agrees with me on, is that the ice cream is pronounced sherbet, not sherbet. Yeah. There is no R in the word, people. Yeah. Sorbet? Yeah, but it's... No, it's not just, sorbet. Yeah. Sherbet. Yeah, but sherbet doesn't there's, even sound there's right. There's no such thing as sherbert. That does not exist. It's right, but, sh- sherbet. But it, it's like adios and adidas. Yeah. Adidas. Whatever. See? We don't even right, care. Right, but, yeah. okay, but I know it's supposed to be pronounced adidas. Yes, but it's not. Right, but the, the, that's fine. It's just that don't tell me that it's not supposed to be. You can call it adidas. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Is she saying... Oh, people are literally telling her, no, that's not... Right. It, it, they should tell you that's not how we want to pronounce it. Uh, she says, uh, I have had, and this is, this is an excellent use of your time. She says, I have had many arguments with people, and despite the evidence, and even Google pronunciation, they still insist it's pronounced Sherbert. That's anno- that is annoying Okay, the only reason she's had numerous arguments, because hardly anybody eats that stuff, is because she buys it, invites people over, <laughs> asks them, do you want sherbet? And they're like, what do you mean, sherbet? Yeah. And then the arguments ensue. I bet she goes even further. She goes into a grocery store and says, where's the sherbet? Yeah. They're like, what? Yes. Oh, God. Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday morning. Okay, that does it. Screw guys and gang home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Bye-bye, 
So long, stink town. Yeah, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven. Because it hasn't. God bless United Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Bye, diddly-eye. So long. God bless you. Yeah, I'm glad.